Oonga Boonga. Aloha, amigos. Everyone that listens to this is from America. Hi, I'm Riley. I was here with always with... Hunter. What? Hunter. Okay. <laughs> so, it, it, it's another one of those rando weeks, I guess. We don't have much going on. So, we'll start with news, because there's barely anything. You want to do the trailers or the stories? We'll do the trailers first, since we just finished that. Bardo. <laughs> Uh, Alejandro like Gonzalez. A lot of the shots in the, in the trailer. He's trying to do Emmanuel Lubezki shit. And, like, how wide could those yeah. shots get? Like, holy fuck, they were, they were so wide. You could see everything. <laughs> I had no idea what was going on. No, because, like, at yeah. one point, there's a pile of... a mountain of dead bodies, and then the next... There's, like, a... There's, he's, he's, like, getting arrested by, like... There's, like, a war... And then, and then he's getting arrested, and then, so apparently it's about like a journalist who goes back to his like home country of Mexico, but like I didn't get that at all from the trailers. But all I actually speaking of this, so Inuritu heard the complaints, and he cut the movie from three hours, and he cut like twenty two minutes of it, so now it's like two, like forty around so uh, it's still long but it's less long <laughs> hey at least it's because most people yeah. that saw it at venice had a massive problem with the length they said it could be a two-hour movie but it's like three hours but he only cut 20 minutes anyways yeah so like i'd rather see the three hours as like an extended cut if i wanted to but I want to see that two-hour cut, you know. I want to see the one where it makes sense. <laughs> but I do like the scale of it. Like, for a movie about a journalist, it looks pretty fecking wacko. Yeah, it, it's just, uh... Journalists don't go, th go through that stuff anymore, no? No. <laughs> no, no. Jur no. Journalists... <laughs> Journalists don't go through that. They, they they complain about something in a movie they didn't like. <laughs> Journalism. They got a degree for that, by the way. <laughs> I I spent money at the I, I I spent money doing this. Okay, new M Night Shyamalan Bing Bong movie. Night at the Cabin. It looks bad. Jesus. Rum. I thought it was just going to be about Dave Bautista attacking a cabin. Skinwalkers. <laughs> I swear, they're, they're skinwalkers, I'm telling you. But what do you mean? Like, they have to, like, it, I feel like they revealed their hand too much. Because what, what do you mean? It's about the apocalypse. I don't get it. I thought it was just about Dave Bautista at a cabin. <laughs> maybe it's just Dave Bautista comes out and he's just like, they're just trolling you, bro. It's just a prank, bro. <laughs> the suicide force. No, it's, it's just a prank, bro. It's just a prank. Oh my gosh. Oh. I'm not excited. But I watched Old, and I thought it was really funny. Because, <laughs> um. like, his his characters almost sound like they're saying human dialogue. <laughs> like, it almost sounds natural, but it's not. And it's really funny. The M. Night Shyamalan is of making stupid, funny shit. 
the only <laughs> the only M Night movie I've seen was Signs. <laughs> Oof. Honestly, it, in concept, it's cool, but <laughs> water. But, well, like that's. That, uh, but yeah. like, isn't there condensation? Is it uh, yeah. doesn't isn't humidity or like the winter? How long have they been? Oh my goodness. <laughs> what, yeah, yeah. Snow is made of water. And, and it's very preachy which is with its um, religious metaphor. But it has Joaquin Phoenix. It has Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, it's pretty preachy, but you know. Yeah. Like, like the last the last bastion just so happened to be in the Middle East. What? <laughs> so. Interesting. But, but I did like the th- the fact that they slut through the apocalypse. <laughs> I feel like that's what I do. Yeah. Yeah. Just honest. wake up and the world's ended. Huh? Aliens. That makes a lot of sense, bro. That's kind of epic. Because like that's that's what I do. I I sleep like a bear. So <laughs> there could be an explosion <laughs> and I'm just <laughs> sleeping. Vampires come back and. Absolutely destroy the world, and you just wake up, and everyone's a vampire. And I'm just like, yo, what's <laughs> and then just get killed. <laughs> Although to be fair, I don't sleep very long, so unless everyone turns in like eight hours, then, yeah, you know. Anyway, okay. So, so last one is intergalactic. I only know about this because the I saw a random notification for it. It's a Netflix. It's a show, but it's got that Spider Verse animation, yeah. so that immediately makes me excited for it. Well, I thought it was a movie, and I was kind of worried because it looked very like a Coca Cola commercial, you know. <laughs> Coca Cola. But then now that you said it's a show, it makes sense with the lower budget, because it looks a lot lower FPS than Into the Spider Verse. Or, well, yeah, that that's. I mean, yeah, they yeah. got. So instead of. Like, what the Kid Cudi, who made the show, what he wanted was, he wanted, like, each character to not be, like, an, a regular animated show, where they're wearing the same attire. So, like, they're constantly changing clothes, and they're constantly, like, in new drip. <laughs> well, what do you mean? You don't want Peter Griffin to wear his white shirt all the time? And green pants. Green <laughs> pants? No, so, like... But, like, this, the cast is kind of goaded, though. Yeah. Timote, Macaulay Culkin. It's got Lara. Last name starts with an H from... She was Liz in Homecoming. She's in Yeah. <laughs> oh, I should have looked up the cast ahead of time. But, like, yeah. Macaulay is in that show. <laughs> and it comes out on the 30th. So I might just... Binge it all. It, it shouldn't be too. It's probably gonna be in Netflix's top ten watched. No, what? <laughs> Blonde is gonna be in their top ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blonde. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, yeah, yeah. Finally, people can finally recognize Ana de Armas and not waste her in the gray man. Yeah, but it's blonde. <laughs> I'm ready to see what people think about CG fetuses dying. I, why the fuck is that in the movie? <laughs> I just heard about it, and now I'm really scared <laughs> to, to watch CG fetuses dying. Do they eat the fetus like Homelander in the boys comic? 
What? <laughs> what? What? I'm sorry. He eats fetuses. Y- yeah. I did not know that. He eats babies. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, uh, look up the still right now. I'm, I'm okay. You know what? I don't. A fucking baby. I'm a, you know what? I'm okay. I don't want to see Homelander eating but, a baby. But then it's revealed that it wasn't actually him, but it was the Black Noir clone that was actually <laughs> eating the baby, and they were right. just using the pictures to make him go insane. So there was actually no development for him going insane. It was just they were trying to make him be insane. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Now you probably know why people don't like that. <laughs> yeah, no way. <laughs> Alright. Um, Donkey. Video game Donkey. Started a video game publishing company. Yeah. You know, I was excited. But then, instead of giving, like, you know, actual reasons to go to his company... He just said, I'm popular, and I know what's best. Yeah, the, the only thing that I noticed he said was he has developer-friendly contracts, which I'm all for. But yeah, that yeah. was kind of it. But like, I don't, I don't trust that. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I hope it goes well. Like, I don't want it to be bad. But people are calling out. Like, that's not and, really anything. Just, yeah. And I hope I hope he he knows that he has to fuck up in order to do something good in that industry because he's not gonna get a banger right away. There's no way. Yeah. So like, this tweet basically just says we gotta drop the naive shtick that having opinions on games is a qualification for understanding just about anything about de- development. And well, like that's that fair. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. That too, I guess. If he doesn't have a development, uh, a degree in, or uh, no, any knowledge on game development. Also, does he have any business majors? Probably not. Mm. <laughs> well, I mean, business stuff you can learn over time, but like, I feel like game dev stuff is a bit different. Yeah. But business is numbers and that. Yeah. Oh, this is funny. <laughs> Showing other video game publishers that they should just have been publishing the good ones. <laughs> oh, 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 that's a good one. oh, damn. <laughs> that's so easy. But yeah, he, he made fun of a game for being made in Unity. But like for many developers, that's their only resource. So well, I guess kind of... It's fucking easy-ass engine to use. So it's kind of sus. Although, yeah, and Unity is made fun of for having shitty games on it. Like, you can go on Google Play right now and look up Grand Theft Auto bootleg. <laughs> this is the Unity. And it's a game like, I agree, game. some of it's kind of trashy, but like... Yeah. I don't know. If that's all you have, then like... I'm sure you can make something good with it. You just have to know how to use it, yeah. Alright, so you brought up something that makes literally zero goddamn sense. You said that the FBI or someone is trying to link gaming to terrorism. Oh, yeah, the, the government, uh, they gave, I think it was Homeland Security, they gave them uh, $700,000 to uh, investigate gaming's link to terrorism. Huh. <laughs> so, just wanted to let you know where your tax money's going. Like, there is a link towards anger, like, clearly. Like, who doesn't get pissed off when they die in Dark Souls, you know? But I didn't, to be fair. Yeah. Like, I, like, I guess it's because you expect it. 
Yeah. Because, like, I know I'm going to be shit. So I just play it, and I'm shit. I'm like, okay, that's like, cool. Let's say you, you, uh, you're, like, uh, you're uh, fighting a super evil bad guy in a video game that's really easy, but the boss is really hard for some reason. You're like, this is bullshit. That's, like, yeah, yeah. honestly, literally me, though. Because, yeah. like, I can absolutely wipe out, like, in Horizon Zero Dawn, which I'm finally playing. Like, I can wipe out a group of people easily, but then I fight one of the T-Rex robots and I get, like, one-shot killed. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> this is like, excuse me? Like, there's an obvious link for that, but, like, terrorism? That's, like, maybe some very small crowds could be linked to that. But are you saying the Animal Crossing community <laughs> is linked to terrorism? I'm sorry. But the thing is that now I've seen a bunch of cringy posts on online of like, oh yeah, if games create such toxic atmospheres, then how can you explain these games? And you know, it's like The Last of Us and God of War and Red Dead. And it's like, ah, fucking God. Like oh yeah, I wonder I wonder how the Last of Us two went for you and the toxicity behind that. Huh? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no toxicity, but none at all. Sure they were. See, maybe they way. should look into uh, the death threats more. <laughs> <laughs> the death threats more. I just yeah. Uh, I don't think seven hundred thousand is that much for the government, but still, no, it's, <laughs> it's it's money. So, still, yeah. they're just trying to. Find a scapegoat so they can fund their uh, uh, military no, this industrial is, this complex. Is, this is uh, money laundering. They're they're uh, trying to cover up the fact that they're uh, they're uh, using drugs to earn money by the government helping the yeah like what the CIA did with the drugs in the one place. Oh, yeah. in the eighties. Yeah. 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 I saw an entire documentary on that. This is why you don't trust your government. Was that the <laughs> Miami cocaine rush? I don't... Ah, uh, <laughs> no. Maybe... Was, so, like, the United States couldn't technically allow drugs to get into the country. So, they basically gave weapons to Afghanistan. And Afghanistan gave money to people handing out crack and cocaine. And then those people were allowed into the U.S. So, it was like a triangle, basically. Yeah. And the U.S. did literally nothing about it and then incarcerated thousands of black people. Oh, yeah. Because they yeah. forced the drugs into those neighborhoods. Oh, yeah, I, I know. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is why you don't trust your government. <laughs> and, um, you know, you, you could also, like, do research on, like, why these kids are doing school shootings, you know, besides video games, you know. Maybe like ask them like, "Hey, bro, what? <laughs> why? Why did you? Why did you do that little school shooting there, mm, kid? Just a little one, yeah. No, no nothing why, too. Just, just, just a little one. Just explain your reasoning. Well, Was it most often they off themselves after. Yeah. So you can't get many answers. Remember when Columbine happened, and then they gave a bunch of money to the government to stop it. And then they haven't stopped a single shooting since. Think about that. <laughs> about those cops who sat just outside of the... Yeah, that's another mm. debate. See you guys. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I guess I didn't expect this to get political. <laughs> you guys, 
the point is, I don't know, maybe put your pri- prior pri- prioritize over other things besides finding a scapegoat because you're blind and you're o- an old person. Ah, uh, you gotta love the government. But, anyways. So, okay, I have something that I found. I don't know if you have something else. Uh, yeah, Grand Theft Auto 6 again. Yeah, I oh, I also have something yeah. related to Grand Theft Auto 6. Okay. So, yeah. basically, it's a thread of developers who showed off their early builds to support oh, yeah. the Rockstar games. Because, like, yeah. the, the criticism is, oh, the graphics look like shit. Yeah. And then the people that are like, graphics come first. And then literally every single developers like um actually no brain dead nimrod <laughs> this is not how game development works it's like you have the people of like control sniper elite 5 back for blood cult of the lamb frostpunk rare for sea of thieves yeah rare dropped the beans <laughs> I, I saw the the beans that they showed were they're, they're just, that was funny <laughs> A Plague Tale Requiem, Bungie for Destiny, they got yeah, in on that. Blizzard for Watch. Overwatch, Gorilla Games for Horizon. Like, a bunch of people showed up and were like, yo, listen, that's not how that works. <laughs> I, I, and yeah. I like that the, the, the studios can get to, ooh, even 343 with Halo Infinite. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, th- I think it's good that these devs find that they, they stepped <gasps> in. Naughty Dog, Last of Us! Yo, look at that! Well, I thought they showed off Uncharted also. Maybe they did. See, but. I like when... Because, like, most game studios are fighting each other for money. But I'm glad when they can come together and be like, Yo, listen, sucks that your game got completely leaked. Let's help a brother out, you know. Even though when your game comes out, you'll inevitably outsell all of us. <laughs> People, yeah, people expect it to look like Red Dead 2 before it comes out. Before it's fully ready. It's like, fuck no, dude. It's, it's not, not going to look like that. It's not how that works. Fuck. But I think it's cool that, you know, the game developers in the community just came together and were like, you know, supporting them. Because, like, normally they, they wouldn't do that. So I think yeah. it's kind of cool. Graphic, uh, the, yeah, the argument was, right, graphics are the first thing the developers work on. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, okay, buddy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then they show off builds, <laughs> and it's just like polygon. <laughs> uh, some of those are so funny. <laughs> like Last of Us, you have, like, Joel running around on, like, a box. That's supposed to be a bus, but it's just like a blue box that's just running on it. Like it's so funny. Or didn't uh, I thought I thought I thought someone at Bioware got involved too. They talked about how they used the zombie. They they didn't have a running animation for Shepard in Mass Effect Three, so they just used a zombie running animation. I think they <laughs> used that as an example until like they didn't have an actual animation until near the end. I think they, they use that as a fair example. I well, think, see, but that makes, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. I, it wasn't graphics, but, like, still. The you know, point proven, you that, know. That is an epic thing to see. <laughs> Shepard, the zombie. <laughs> oh, I, I was talking about the channel. Oh, yeah, yeah. The devs come out, and like, yeah, you, you guys Yo, have look at that. Santa Monica, parts. God of War. Graphics come first, guys. <laughs> graphics <laughs> come first. <laughs> 
Detroit become human? Is this gray box? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm... Oh, yeah, they're right. They did Uncharted 4. Yeah. <laughs> um, graphics come first. All these buildings are loading in and out. My God. Yeah. And even, like, indie studios came out and like, yo, stupid, <laughs> stupid. But whatever. That's cool. I think. I think that's cool that they came out and did that. Yeah. I, I don't know if that'll ever happen again. <laughs> it will happen again. Uh, no, I don't know. There might be something bigger for a leak. Like, bigger than GTA 6? <laughs> yeah, like, maybe, like, a game leaks before it comes out. I think that would be pretty huge. Oh, like a like a Last of Us Two scenario? No, like the entire game just leaks online and you can install it before it comes out. Oh my god! I think that would be pretty funny. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it'd be funny for the devs. No, 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 no. Uh, okay, so you you had news? Yeah, the hacker GTA? was arrested. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, I've heard so many things on what it is, but all we know is that he's been arrested. Some people saying he's a seventeen-year-old from the UK. Some people saying it's 18, some people saying it's 16, some people saying it's in America. I bet it's the UK, because I think the UK has a shit ton of good hackers, I think. But I thought Rockstar, at least a part of them, came out of the UK. Yeah. That, I th- I want to say those were the ones that worked on Bully. Maybe. Well, but, see, yeah. that makes a lot of Because, like, GTA and, like, Red Dead, those were every studio working on that one. Yeah. It, like... Because back in the day, they had a bunch of, like, you had your Rockstar North and your Rockstar East or whatever the fuck, and they were doing their own separate stuff. But for, like, Red Dead 2, and now probably this one, all of them are doing the one. Because it's it's so massive. Yeah. (laughs) 10 years. But um, what we do know is that he is definitely going to get let loose, and he is probably going to get offered a job at the government. (laughs) <laughs> nice. Um, this happens all the time. You'd like catch me if you can. You're probably aware of that. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. The dude yeah, we that both watched it. <laughs> went on the run. Oh, yeah, and then changes Tom Hanks just shows up. Tom Hanks. <laughs> just like, yo, I'm going to I'm gonna hire you for a job. Oh, my God. Yeah. Best transition moment. Speaking of Tom Hanks, I watched oh, Pinocchio oh, 2022. I saw the ending, and I wanted to shoot. <laughs> See, I I knew it would be bad, and I heard it was bad, but I watched it anyway, and it was bad. Go figure. Go figure. Uh, you didn't watch it, but like it was it was rough. It was rough. I hated I hated it. I saw the ending where it was like he was crying, and There's then the light at the tunnel, and oh yeah, and then Jiminy Cricket showed up, and he's like. Maybe he turned to a real boy. Who knows? Story's over. I'm like, what? <laughs> Excuse me? Did they have the whale in the movie? They did. But it wasn't a whale anymore. It was just like a weird sea monster because it had like tentacles and shit. But it didn't eat the grandpa? It ate him, but like... He, like like, I know like he Pinocchio alive, started a spark and then, he, and then the whale sneezed. And then Pinocchio got fucking superpowers... And then basically used his legs to be- make the boat become like like a motorboat, and they were able to outrun the sea monster. This is why you should never trust Disney with your money. <laughs> and the uh, yep, yeah, and the director has sadly lost uh, his way in making movies. Ah, poor Robert Zemeckis. Definitely <laughs> felt hard. 
Remember when he did Castaway and Back to the Future and yeah. Forrest Gump? Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy that this is the same guy. Hard. <laughs> That's rough, dude. That's rough. Honestly, though, I thought, like, it was, like, I found nothing memorable about it. Like, nothing. The CG was kind of awful for almost all of it. And, like, Cynthia Erivo, who's, like, a good actress, and she played the, 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 uh, fairy lady that, gi- that gives Jiminy Cricket to be Pinocchio's conscience, but Pinocchio is already inherently good in this one, so Jiminy Cricket's pointless. Ah, okay. <laughs> also, apparently that's Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I didn't actually know that. Funny Jason Gordon-Levitt. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He should be in Knives Out 3. I think that'd be a good fit. <laughs> he should be in another Christopher Nolan movie. <laughs> It, 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 the loud one. It should be in the in the in the loud Christopher Nolan movie. Tenant. Because all of them have been quiet so far. <laughs> we just need another Jason Gordon Levy. Uh, Jason. It's yeah. Joseph, Joseph Gordon. Yeah, sorry. Joseph. We just need another Joseph Gordon Levitt uh, hallway scene from Inception, please. That's I agree. It. Thank you. Literally, I just put on my personal Instagram story. Watch the original or the Del Toro one. Two out of ten. <laughs> it was so fucking terrible. Yeah. Uh, this, just makes even, this just makes you even more excited for the Del Toro. The Del Toro one's gonna fucking slap, dude. Pikachu. Pikachu. <laughs> Guillermo Del Toro's Pikachu. <laughs> you would make it into a grotesque monster that's a metaphor for your mom. Literally, though, this one is set in fascist Italy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But apparently a lot of his stories are about fascist Italy. I haven't seen enough of Del Toro's work to... Wait, <laughs> two was about fascist Italy? <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Pacific Hell. Rim was about fascist Italy? Hellboy was about fascist... Hellboy 2, right? Hellboy... No, he did both of them. He did both of them. Fascist Italy. Yeah. Shake the fascist Italy. Okay, buddy. <laughs> okay. I think they're more talking about, like, uh, Pan's Labyrinth, maybe? I haven't seen it yet. I don't know. Oh, yeah, the lost dude with the funny body. eyeballs from his hands. Give yes. me the Lego piece. Give me the Lego piece. Okay, so now you can do a review. We each have, like, two separate reviews. So you can do. Oh, yeah. Um, so in, in case you're not aware, the Cyberpunk anime came out. Mm-hmm. And you watched it? And I watched it. Uh, the I I told you this before while watching it. The soundtrack absolutely fucking slaps. Mm-hmm. It uses the same soundtrack from the games. Um, the uh, I didn't watch the Japanese. I watched the American because I uh, was spoiled something in the Japanese. Um, there is a character that is looks really young. Um, apparently she has more of a childish voice in the Japanese version. So I just went with the American for that reason alone. Just to avoid that? that. Yeah. But she's not that bad. She's I, I, she's clearly in her 20s. She's just really short. I hope. Uh, okay. But she's very Harley Quinnish, which is pretty funny, I guess. Uh-huh. Psychopath? 
Yeah, very, very, very. But the animation is fucking bopping. The gore is great. Um, you know, it's really fun seeing people get ripped to shreds. Uh, the world building, well, what it adds on to the cyberpunk universe that I knew is great. I love seeing smaller characters in a, in a big world, even though it only takes place in one city. You know those smoking ads where it's like the lung? Yeah. It's like living in a great big world, but it's like fucking bleeding out. <laughs> and then like he got into like a skateboard accident and he's like ripped in half. Those are fucking graphic. <laughs> <laughs> they want to scare you. Don't smoke. <laughs> Don't smoke. But then, like, Terry Crews was in one of them. And it was about, like, him trying to save the Lun in, like, a like a train sequence scene. But then, like, he... Like, the Lun can't keep up, so he falls off the train and, like, dies. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, it's fucking... I don't horrible. remember this. I just remember one while watching the Hulk on... Uh... DVD where a dude turned into a camel. What? <laughs> that's the only one I remember. Oh, he turned into a camel? Yeah, okay, that's kind of funny. Yeah. That's the only one I remember. No, he turned into a camel, and then he turned into a dude in a hooked up to machines, and he was on his deathbed. Oh, I remember that one! Yes! Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yeah, that was dark. <laughs> Jesus Christ. On the DVD for the Hulk. <laughs> the Incredible Hulk. Sorry. The, oh, the. Oh, okay, okay. Awesome See. Ball. Yeah, no, Ang Lee supports smoking. <laughs> 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 oh my god, so dumb. Honestly, I just came up with something. We should talk about Red Dead 2. Yeah, okay. Because, like, I, I, I'll get to this later, but I saw a clip of the ending last night. Oof, oof. Uh, okay, go back to go the back to seven. The second one. The second one. Okay, yeah, go back to Super Punk. <laughs> super Punk. Uh... Edge Runners is the yeah. Edge Runners is the is the anime, um, but otherwise the, all the characters are fantastic. I think in general the story is really well done, in a way, because the problem is it's only ten episodes and every episode is thirty minutes long, um, and because of that it likes to and because it likes to jump around, uh, like in time. There's no like actual indication, like how what's the length between each episode you know like two days seven years a year doesn't really tell you that so you're just kind of like oh it's okay and there's like you don't really get attached to these characters that much you just like seeing them get blown down (laughs) but it's just fun to see them because they have the energetic you know nature like anime does sure but yeah it should have been longer. Unless you're Neon Genesis Evangeline, where the main character mopes around the entire show. But I'm also glad it didn't have any filler. There wasn't any oh, well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. It just was like straight A to point B, but there was nothing in between to actually get a full picture of what the hell was going on. Because a lot of people said the ending was emotional, but I wasn't sad because I didn't really care that much <laughs> about what so was going on? You're just like, oh no, that guy died. <laughs> How many people die? There are a lot of people fucking dying in the show. Nice. Like, okay, I'm gonna spoil this, but what's okay? It's it was it was pretty funny. It got me chuckling out loud at five o'clock in the morning. But yes, I was watching it at five. But there was a <laughs> cyber psychosis guy. I know, but um, cyber psychosis and cyberpunk is like it's the same as the uh, pen and paper game. But if you get too much, like,
like Chrome or like you know Chrome. They call it Chrome. And what? Really, like if you get like too much implants, like you get too much metal arms, or like you're just fully decked out in cybernetics. You're just not even a human anymore, pretty much. Okay. You go crazy once when you lose your humanity. And um, so they go after them, and the the uh, medical people uh, are militarized. You know, they have guns and shit, and they only go after the people with the platinum memberships. They don't save anyone else. They don't <laughs> care. That's that's the that's the that's the healthcare hey, system. It's so that's the real critique life. of the kind of, kind of real life. But and then there's also Magstack, which is a bunch of psychopaths who are owned by the corporations who the corporation who killed the, the cyber psychosis people and they, they they're shown throughout the show to just like absolutely annihilate them but then when they fight this guy they're getting their butts kicked and uh uh that's where the uh, uh the medical people are there too because the dude is holding captive uh, a uh a user of this platinum membership but then when everyone starts dying they're, they just leave, and then Magstack is like, what the hell are you doing? And they're like, it's not our problem, it's yours. <laughs> our client's dead. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. And then they just all die. Jesus. <laughs> but the show's very fucking dark, which is funny. I think the show's funny. And the, the anime art style works really well for cyberpunk, especially... I don't really like the over-sexualization. That's why I don't, I'm not really drawn to anime. But it works because it's cyberpunk. Because Cyberpunk has that over-sexualization, especially in the ads, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I see, I don't like when anime have 14-year-old girls with yeah. big bosoms. That's, that's kind of weird. It's like it's the, it's not like that kind of over-sexualization. It's just they like to stick their butts. And there is lots of nipples, too. Nipple. <laughs> right. But that's also part of the game and the pen and paper game. Pen and paper? Wait, they force you to show your nipples in the pen and paper game? Well, yeah, because you can't go into the net unless you have a suit. No, I mean, like, the player's playing. You have to show your nipple when you're playing? Oh, yeah, I mean, if you want to go that deep into role-playing, sure. Sure. Yeah, Yeah, that's also a problem. You actually have to understand the lore, I think, to actually understand the anime. You know, I can borrow you my 200-page guidebook that I got about two pages into. Oh, I, I got I played the game while I was watching it, or you know taking breaks in between, and I understand the lore at least a little bit. I understand nothing. So I I understand the the concept of cyberpunk. Um, like, yeah, I I highly recommend this anime. It's very good, but like the problem was you know you didn't get attached to the characters. Also, they use locations in the game, which I think was kind of cool. Because, like, while watching it, I was like, hey, I, re- I know that place. Or, like, hey, that's the same map. Isn't there a mission with the talking vending machine? Yeah, there is a talking vending machine, and he's <laughs> dating a girl. Yeah, it's so fun. Or there's a gun that talks to you. What? <laughs> uh, it's not like... And you can set them to... See, long. it's not, like, bad, like the Rick and Morty people's game coming out, right? With a gun that says fuck constantly. No. Oh, I'm it's so ready for that. It's not like that. It's not like swearing constantly because it's more of like passive. Sure. Yeah. Also, it's more like an AI. Are like, you ready for that that game? No. <laughs> no. 
as soon as that showed up and I saw that from the creators of Rick and Morty, I'm like, a lot of people are going to be excited for this and it's going to be the most mediocre thing ever in existence. Literally, I saw, like, a thing where it was like, you, you try to kill a kid and then the gun's like, I'm not going to kill a kid. And the kid's like, shoot me. So then you finally get to shoot the kid. And then the gun for like a minute straight's like, oh, wow, I can't believe you killed the kid. I can't believe you did that. It's just so crazy. And like, shut up. That's <laughs> what you're trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> shut up. Like, like, yeah, it'd be funny if you could shoot kids, right? But like, don't. I, I that think, that could be actually taken out of context. Let me rephrase that. I think it's funnier in games when you can't, and the developers go out of their way to make sure you can't. <laughs> or if it's just lazy, like Bethesda games, where they're just invincible, <laughs> so they just run around, help, help, <laughs> as they're just shooting them. Well, I just nukes on them and follow them. They're like, help, help. <laughs> I just I like the idea of like you being able to like murder anyone, like especially in yeah. like a GTA. You could, like, be, like, doing, like, cool drifts and shit and accidentally run over an old lady. And then you're just, oh, shit. And then you just drive off and just never bring it up again. Just, I like that stuff. Because nobody saw it, so they don't call the police or anything. Oh, it doesn't matter. It does oh. not matter. But, yeah. I, I wish it, it was better. That's all I hope this... Anyway, you're talking yeah. about Cyberpunk. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, I finished the game, too. Sort of. Oh. I did all the endings. Oh, what would you rate? Uh, oh, I give it an 8 out of 10. Edge Runner, okay. 8 out of 10 for Edge Runners. Cyberpunk Review. Review. A new patch came out. The game has more players than The Witcher 3 did. Ever. Now. Which is really weird. Because after the anime, the anime brought in a lot of people to play the game. And I'm glad to see... I've been a... Cyberpunk enjoyer since the game came out. Like, I don't like. I, I don't know if you've like been defending it, but you've been like playing it since the beginning, and a lot of people haven't. Yeah, yeah. I more of especially after the it. controversy. I more of appreciated it for its story because at the time it looked awful. Like you saw how grainy it was when you played yeah. it. Like it, you, it literally looked like Vaseline was smeared yeah, on everything. It did not look good, but I played it on next gen, so it actually looks nice. Especially the, the lighting. And also, you know the orange, the, the scene in Blade Runner 2049 where he goes to Vegas and there's the orange. You know? Yeah. Well, there's weather for that in this game. So oh, yes! Yeah. Yes! And oh, Is it still buggy as shit? No. No. I didn't really run across any problems besides... Like, it's just next-gen. Yeah, that's, that's why. This game should have only came out on next-gen. See, I got PS4 version... The yeah. weekend it came out for Christmas, and I have yet to even open it from the packaging, and I'm kind of afraid to, because <laughs> I hear they stopped doing development on it, Yeah. and so there's still probably buggy as shit. They're not going to be getting the DLC, too. See, if <laughs> the day I finally get a PS5, I'll just use that copy, Yeah. and then just get the DLC for because you could get the enhanced version, right? You can enhance it to the PS5 version, hopefully for free. But oh, PlayStation doesn't do it. Fuck. Okay. Oh, you're right because Ghost of Tsushima yeah. had the. But, damn it. I mean, maybe it'll come to Game Pass one day. I don't know. Dude, I still won't get it. <laughs> you know how much 
That game is in storage. Oh, see, you have your four terabyte extension. I don't. <laughs> I have a two terabyte extension, but I can't play games in 4K because you can't have an external hard drive. You have to have an internal hard drive. To play shit in 4K? Yeah. To play games enhanced on the Series X. So it'll still look like last gen? What's the point? <laughs> I don't fucking. What's know. the point? I don't know. I just wasted just seventy more. bucks on a two terabyte hard drive, and I just found out I can't work. But. Uh, so what you're telling me is I should get a two terabyte hard drive extension. Yeah, you should wait for the external hard drives to drop in price because they are really expensive right now. Okay, so I just are, yeah. Didn't you say they were like eighty? Yeah, they're for like. That's uh, not that bad. Yeah, but. Because I got a four terabyte one for like a hundred for my PlayStation, so like it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but the external ones specifically are. How can you get an internal extension though? It's just a little card that you you can. They should have like a slot on the inside or on the back that you just. Does it work for both, or is it two separate ones for the Series X and the S? I think because I have the poor man's version. Yeah, yeah, I think you have to have a Series X in external internal hard drive. Okay. You can use the same in external hard drive for the Series X. Yeah, I'm not a tech pro, so I'm not really sure what's going on with that. But uh, yeah, you were talking about super punk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I. The funny thing was, I did the same exact choices. That's just how I am in RPGs. I don't like really role play at all. But I think this is a game that I might actually go back and do stuff different. Did you get a second ending? I did all the endings except kind of one, but it was too hard, so I quit. <laughs> Gave up. <laughs> I'm done. How do you do all the endings? It must take fucking forever. No, you get. Well, I just had to find a guide, so I had to kiss everyone's ass. Oh, and you must have like a fact but it saves. Yeah. Okay. But there was there was also there was also an It's so like um, one save you do one path, then the next save you do a separate path. Yeah. Okay. But there there was one that is a bit harder to get because you have to have exactly the right dialogue choices for a specific scene of the game when you're talking to Keanu Reeves. Keanu otherwise you can't get it. Oh, is that the one where like you sewer slide? No, that's the ending. That's the considered the worst ending. That's actually the ending that broke me. It was actually pretty heavy, Doc. Not gonna lie. Damn. What's the one where you're in space? Uh, there are... Th well, technically there's like 12 endings, but there's only like three, but like there's different branchings for the endings, so I had to make even more saves. But yeah, there's one where you, uh, where you go in, where you enslave yourself to the corporation and you go to space. And you have the option to be immortal or to uh, go back to Earth. What's the point of you going to space then? Uh, that's a spoiler. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, See, like for me, it's just like for cyberpunk, it's like what's the point in like what you're doing for some stuff? Because like I get, it's like a it's like a commentary on. Oh. Okay. So like. So like I get like it's 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 like a commentary on like society society, but like 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 the plot kind of sounds like it doesn't make any sense. 
or it'll take you like 30 years to explain it to me because there's like dense lore that I have to know. It's it's a huge spoiler. Oh, I'm probably never going to be able to play it. <laughs> okay, I'll just go all in. So Keanu is from t- uh, 20, 2020. Um, he uh, decides to uh, commit terrorism against the uh, corporations and uh, plant a nuke on top of the uh, headquarters of Arasaka, which is the big corporation. But he ends up getting his ass kicked by a cyborg named Adam Smasher. He's just the final boss. He's literally nothing but the final boss. In lore, he's a lot more, but whatever. And the evil CEO decides to use him as an experiment to um, take his soul and put it into a machine and turn it into code and put it on a chip. And he used this uh, because he wants to do the same. So he can live forever. And so in the future, you play as V, you know, and you have to go into the tower to get this chip, but you don't know what the chip is exactly yet. And you put the chip in your head because it's out of its uh, protection case and it's uh, starting to lose its damage. But then when you go to the dude who gave you the job, he shoots you in the head because the chip is useless now and uh, the CEO of Arasaka is now dead. So, what are you going to do now? You know, like, now, you know, he can't have that weight. Um, but then it's, the, the chip actually saves you. And it's Keanu. And it's Keanu. Because that was in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. that was in the trailer. That was, that was in the trailer. But the chip is, uh, the chip is, you know, Keanu's soul, right? And um, what it does is it's basically, like, overriding your brain at the same time so Keanu's like taking over your brain and like so Keanu and the other guy are taking over yeah, your like, brain well, at they're, the same time they're, no Keanu and your brain not the bat not the CEO okay. but Keanu is taking over your brain Keanu just wants to die <laughs> but he doesn't want to take over your body because you know like he just wants that's, that's the wrong thing to do bro Keanu's still a good guy. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's the whole point of the that's that's the basis of the game is you're trying to find a way to get the chip removed because you can't just pull it out of your head, otherwise you'll die. But you're just trying to get a way to safely remove Keanu from the chip, so you can live. And yep, and then also you know you make friends along the way. Wow. Aww. And you also get to the help... The power of friendship? Yeah. yeah the oh, power of friendship. You also get to help Keanu uh, um, say goodbye to his uh, loved ones. Well, the people who he didn't get to say goodbye to. But wouldn't this be hundreds of years later? This is only like 60 years later. Oh. And it's cyber enhancements, so people are old, but they're like not old. old. Oh, okay. And his, okay. Old, his old rocker buddy, his old rocker buddy, who's like the lead singer of the band, because he's in a band, you know? Mm-hmm. It, he's 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 funny. He's the gay funny old guy. He's funny. He's funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's funny. Yeah, like his arc, he goes through like where people are like um, stealing his music and like remixing it, and he doesn't like it. But then you realize you help him convince that it's it's not that bad to remix it, as you you're just letting your music continue for more generations. You know. Sure. But, <clears throat> yeah, and so you can get Arasaka to help you get 
get the chip removed. That's the worst ending. It's called the devil ending. Oh, let me because guess. You, you, make a, you? you make a deal with the devil. Well, Arisok is the company, but yeah, yeah. You make a deal with the devil, and yeah, they. it's not really clear what it is, but you can like sign off on the program because now they're selling the idea of immortality. Wow. Now the process is complete thanks to you. Um, now they can actually sell that idea. You can sign up, or you can just straight up leave. Um, or there's the suicide ending, which I think is one of... Definitely up there is one of the, not best endings, you know, it's still the worst, but one of the better endings that ties the game narratively and thematically together. Then there's the ending where you can take off with a bunch of hippies and blow up the tower again. Or you can let Keanu Reeves take over your brain and play as Keanu, and he storms in with his friends to blow up the tower like it's like the beginning of the game when you did that as him, you played it as two when you drop the nuke on the tower then you're doing the same at the end which is kind of cool wow and then there's the end yeah and then there's the secret ending the don't fear the reaper ending no no No, where you uh you just walk in through the front entrance there's no plan to sneak around dig a tunnel underneath take a helicopter through the top and use rocket boots to jump down you just straight up just go through and just shoot the place up Terrorism. <laughs> just it, uh, that's that's the ending I had trouble with because everything's super high level. But uh-huh. hmm, but that's the best ending. Or is that the just the secret ending? No, it's just a secret ending. Okay. Mm, yeah, it's just a secret ending. See, I had an idea for a cyberpunk movie. It sounds like not that, but like kind of that, but also not that. So basically, like the first half is like it's a group of like four people down on their luck who end up meeting by fate and trying to pull off a heist to get like a fuckboat of money from like the biggest like corporation, but it ends up. They, they end up, like, it goes wrong in basic, but, like, it retroactively makes them unknowingly, like, the figureheads of, like, a revolution for, like, the poorer class. So it's kind of like Joker. <laughs> it's kind of like Joker, actually, if you think about it. What? I, I, that's kind of like Cyberpunk 2, because you make friends with a guy you don't know, and you pull off, like, the you, one of the biggest heists in the city to take a chip. <laughs> that to take a potato chip mortality <laughs> potato, <laughs> chip. potato chip what you must eat the potato chip and become immortal Keanu's Keanu's funny in the game cause you know he's also in your head so he's like talking to you and giving his what he want like his input on the situations and stuff he's he just like fuck him <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's pretty much just they're corporals just shoot him off fucking idiot <laughs> kill him <laughs> Yeah, he swear he says cock and cunt a lot. <laughs> I bet my cock's bigger than yours. That's the kind of energy the two of the main <laughs> character and him have. Oh my god. Sigma male. Is he literally me? Yeah. He is. Oh my god. <laughs> he sometimes just after you screw someone, he just tells you to leave him. <laughs> leave him. <laughs> it doesn't matter. 
gonna die anyways. <laughs> what? He's saying it's fucking nihilist, basically. Jesus. Yeah, but then at the end you realize friendship and love is powerful and you must interpret your own meaning on life. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's not about... The, the game is... It's not about the end. It's about the journey. No way. <laughs> it's like Lord of the Rings. It's very much... But I'd say it's more about the ending. <laughs> the end. <laughs> That's true. The ending of that is good. See how I would end my like like version of oh. cyberpunk, right? So like, at some point, like they basically siege the city. It's like the because there's so many poor people, and there's like so few that have like ascended to the elitists. The fucking poor people basically siege the city. And they basically start having the rich fucking starve and shit. I, I'm just thinking of Akira the entire time. That's honest, like, like, I came up with this before I saw Akira, but now it's like, fuck, this is Akira. <laughs> but basically, the, the, like, at some point, the, the, the rich, like, the, the, the people of the corporate status are gonna, like, basically hire a bunch of mercenaries to try and get rid of the siege. So there's going to be, like, an epic fucking, like, Helm's Deep-esque battle. There's, like, a fuckboat of mercenaries and shit, basically just, like, trying to kill a bunch of poor people. Cyber Katana. Cyber Katana. Oh, I can imagine the design. It'd be, like, orange. And, like, there'd be, like, silver, like, zags and stuff. Oh, that'd be so cool. <laughs> like, orange, like, plasticky color or, like, neon? Like, it'd be, like, the that color. Like, pl- but like bright, oh, bright, yeah, yeah. Basically, like a kid's toy. <laughs> yeah, that's what Cyberpunk does too. The katanas kids look like cheap plastic <laughs> kids' toys, but they're actually the best weapons in the game. Nice. But like, because these like four people that tried to pull off the heist actually don't know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> like they're getting a bunch of people killed, <laughs> so they're just like, um, shit. But I just imagine an ending where like the four of them have to basically like, prove themselves and kill people of the corporate status. But, like, they have, they're so fucking incompetent that they end up getting killed at the end. This is, like, how I'd interpret the ending, sort of. That really escalates quickly. Yeah. It goes from heist to a battle of rich versus poor. In the slums Class- of New York. The New York. I don't know what city it'd be in. Chicago. Oh, I don't know if it'd be Chicago, but, like, I don't want it to just be, like, the city that's in the games. I want it to be something different, but I don't know what city it'd be. Night City. That's the city in the games, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, maybe. Funny. Just, like, adapt it differently. I don't know. It's kind of funny. The name of Night City is kind of funny because people go there to, like, you know, like, relive their dreams, you know, night and dream. But, like, I think you want to leave your dreams in your sleep in Night City because you're going to get fucking killed. Kid. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, any, so, any other funny... Th- oh, and also, the, the fact this the, that the that the game can go from you doing terroristic acts to you talking in a cafe with a washed-up drunk rocker boy who's depressed is really funny. <laughs> yeah, and there's a talking vending machine. <laughs> the talking vending machine. 
that you give advice on sentience and also talking limo driver robots. Didn't you say the, 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 the vending machine had a lady friend? Yeah, he talks to a lady and he's like, oh, she's lovely. I didn't finish his quest, but it was the, the first time he talks to you. He's what are the quests like? Because there's a big problem in games where it's you or, go to a place, yeah. you shoot a thing, yeah. and you're done. Forgot about that. Um, so there's um, there are NCPD scanners, which are like the just like the police place where you just show up and kill a bunch of dudes. There's not that much on the map, but I get. But the, I think the gameplay keeps it refreshing, in my opinion, because you know ricochet bullets, bullets that follow targets grenades that come out of your wrists, fucking mantis blades from your wrists, a whip, a fucking light whip. <laughs> oh, I could see that in my movie, too. Yeah. Just writing shit in no time. But and hacking people to make them commit suicide, dude? What? <laughs> it's... How yeah, quick is hacking? Because I heard about that gimmick, but I thought that'd make the gameplay slower. Because like, you have to stop everything to hack a guy. Oh, it's it's like just puts it in slow motion. So it's kind of like it's kind of like Vats and Fallout, to be honest. Or like except bullet, or like Bullet Time in Red yeah. Dead. Except you just have a lot more options to do stuff. Oh, okay, it's not just shoot. <laughs> you can blind them or just make them like just explode their, their body parts. Explode their body parts. Yeah, but there is a long time for a lot of those the ones that do a lot more damage. But I didn't do that my first playthrough, but when I did it this time, it was a lot more fun to just hack people instead of shoot, in my opinion. Is but. the gunplay fun? Because it's a game about shooting. Uh, originally, no, but they added a lot more guns, so it makes... And also, you have an, uh, a cat now. <laughs> and there, I have a cat now. The iguana never hatched, though. Oh, damn. And I was... I played for 40 hours, <laughs> and the iguana never hatched. Wait, you played for 40 more hours? Was it really that much? Yeah. Holy I, shit. I literally did almost every side quest in the game. Because there's also the smaller side quests called gigs, which are usually... Uh, they're like the missions where you're like, oh, sneak into the place, steal the car. But it's not like steal the car. It's like you have to get the information or you have to stealth kill your... You know, different. It's done different ways. I didn't really see any repetitive things, but it wasn't really repetitive. It was very not repetitive. Sure. I don't know how else to explain it. Like one. Do you want to stand? Yeah. Okay. One you had to like get a lady. You had to save a lady, and you had to like pour like acid on her to like cool her down, otherwise she'll explode. And so like, this has become a problem for me. Because, like, we'll get to this later with, like, Red Dead. But a lot of the side quests in that are go to a place, shoot a thing. In Horizon Zero Dawn, which I've finally been getting into. I've been putting it off for, like, a year and a half. But I finally am getting into it. And every side quest is go to a place, shoot, or track a thing, and go back. Go to a place, shoot, fight, and track a thing, and go back. It's like every single side quest, and it's so repetitive. What? Otherwise, this I could also The Witcher Three is also the same as Cyberpunk. It has the smaller ones, which are repetitive, but then there's the ones that aren't as repetitive because there's actually variety, which is like the monster slaying one bounties. 
but then the actual side side quests are actually fucking unique. Like some of them are just talking to someone, just following them around. Tracking it's missions. Just, tracking not, missions. There's no tracking missions in this game. That's nice. There's no, there's no following people around. Some of them is just sit down in a diner and talk with someone. No what? <laughs> like, you, you have see, no idea how refreshing that is to just have after just blowing people up limb from limb. See, just, for just me, I have stuff. zero patience for that kind of stuff. Like, I, in theory... Okay, so for s some godforsaken reason, we got paused. I don't know why. Uh, anyway, yeah. What were we talking about? Oh, how much dialogue Cyberpunk has. Oh, yeah. Cyberpunk. I, I don't have a problem with a bunch of dialogue in video games. It's not that... Like, I don't. It's just I need it to be good. Yeah. Because, like, like, games like Guardians of the Galaxy, the 2021 version, one, or whatever, like, technically, the dialogue, like, it didn't matter, but, like, it didn't matter, like, that much. But, like, I enjoyed it because it was, like, comedic, and it wasn't just a bunch of exposition dumps. Like, sure, they had some. There's just, like, conversations about, like, what'd you think about the latest mission? There's, like, I think you were a fucking idiot. You're stupid. <laughs> it's, like, I like stuff like that. It's, like, if it's, like, creative writing, I can, like, go with it. But if it's just go to a place, shoot some guys, here's 30 minutes on your, your, your blades that come out of your arms. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> I can't sit through that. <laughs> well, yeah, you, you do shoot people in the mission, but there's a lot of variety. Especially Keanu shit-talking you is really funny. Because The Witcher 3 was the same way where the first hour or two hours was really fucking boring. Hey, that's why I stopped. That and I played on the Switch like a fool. <laughs> that no joke gave me a headache. I, I know, like, you gave me it, and then I played it for two hours, and then I got a headache, and I just stopped. I still have it sitting on my desk like all of the other ones, and I'm just like, ah, I'll never play such, the regular version of you. Such a game that's... Okay. It's <laughs> not the greatest game of all time. Like a lot of Game of the Year say. worthy, though? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Better than... Ah, uh, Hotline Miami 2. No. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I wouldn't even say it's better than Fallout 4. Is it better than Ori in the Blind Forest? I guess those are two completely different genres. But so is Hotline Miami. <laughs> yeah. Ori like, and the Blind Forest slaps, except the boss chase missions. Those can fucking eat it. <laughs> every single, yeah, every time you go to the temple or whatever, yeah. The water one was a pain in the ass. Oh, the the ending one? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, because, like, you had to go up the water. But, uh, yeah. No. Icky. Not okay. So okay, do you wanna wanna keep going on super punk? Or? Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> what? What? Is that it? Oh, I listened to different radio stations this time. Oh, it wasn't just the one. It wasn't just the one rock station where they played Keanu Reeves songs. Does he actually sing? No. Damn it! <laughs> they should get him to sing. He should sing. <laughs> Keanu. <laughs> oh, that's... Okay. 
chicken alfredo moment. I mean, what else is there to talk about in Cyberpunk 2077? Is it good? Mm-hmm. Like, like, okay. I think the writing's very good. What about, like, the game as a whole? I think the gameplay is really cool. You can have implants, like... There is one thing I could critique, which is, you know, the implants, where you can get implants in your body, like the wrist grenades or the blades or whatever. You can either get the hacking thing in your brain, or you can get the one that slows down time. That gives you, like, you know, bullet time. Okay. So there is an option for just bullet time. And bullet time is useless <laughs> in this game. Like, it's fun, and it's cool and epic, but it's, it's not. Can you have both? No. Can you switch them out? You have to go to Ripper Dock and pay for it, yeah. With your infinite money. <laughs> yeah, that exploits. Also, one thing I also noticed was... I thought this was pretty cool that they didn't really have to do was um, there's actual like vital points that actually kill someone and there's parts that don't so like after you stop a drug bust and kill a bunch of people there'll be people that are like actually dead because you shot their head or there'll be people that are on the ground crawling and shit oh that's cool moaning on the ground which is kind of cool because it's you can do like an actual non kill anyone playthrough I guess no kill? Yeah, in a way. But, yeah. Shoot the crotch. I think it's funny <laughs> seeing people crawl on the floor, beg for mercy, and you're like... You just leave. <laughs> <laughs> I had a shotgun that was pump action, but it was it was missing the, the, the back thing. So it was like... You know? Zamp. Like, like, yeah, that was pretty badass, because it like absolutely destroyed people's limbs. Does it get really gratuitous? No. I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, you can, instead of, you know, just the limbs, you can also shoot, like, their stump, like, holes in their stomach and shit. And you can see their intestines and ribs hanging out. Good God. But <laughs> there's no blood. It's like a lack of blood. It's, you just see that. Well, I guess if they're cybernetic, that'd be. Yeah. Well, I guess you still need blood. That, that's when you fight cyborgs and shit. That's where the most blood is, where you just see their juice coming out. Juice. I guess they just wanted to lay back because they didn't want an A rating because there's you know dicks and boobs in here. Boob. <laughs> Sexy time side quests. The game's very. I, I will say though, yeah, there was one choice I regret. 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 <laughs> I missed out on a one night stand. Oh damn! And I'm like, damn, I don't want to reload an hour. Damn. <laughs> keep going. Would it be worth it? Probably. Horny <laughs> <laughs> Especially, especially when, I, when I have it censored, so it's just them humping <laughs> the toys. Well, you actually have it uncensored, though? Yeah, are you kidding? I'm not playing that shit around my family with it uncensored. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Keanu Reeves, please. Yeah. Keanu Isn't Reeves. there a mod yeah. that adds, like, PP to Keanu? They cut. They, they removed it. Cause they should add it again. <laughs> they should still get sucked off when you're Keanu. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. Keanu. Yeah. I just need to see Keanu have gay sex. Is you that weird? Have, you can have gay sex in the game. You, you can make Keanu gay. <laughs> gay when Keanu. you play as Keanu in the game, you can be like, uh, no, I'd rather sleep with my ex, uh, 
lead singer from the band. This <laughs> is just a dude. He's probably like the most macho guy in existence. Just... Not really. What? What? That's also one weird thing that's with the game is the dude's like 70 years old and you can bang him. Which I mean, I get they want the, you know, the. the... That happens in real life though. Y yeah, There's people called gold diggers. <laughs> it's just really. And I'm also glad they they went for um. Ins, ins, they went for more, you know, making people buy in an RPG instead of just for one gender. Oh, so you can do both. Yeah, well, I mean, like, going besides straight, like, I really wanted to bang this one chick, but she was only gay. Like, of course, that's just like real life too. You know? Uh, is it though? So it works. You know, is like, it? What the fuck? I want my hot emo goth girl. Why? Why? You'll Why? never Why find a. Gay? <laughs> You'll never find a straight one. I'm but sorry. Yet again, we do get the cool straight female woman who um does the does the whole maneuver where she acts all tough, but then opens up. No. What? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Cuddle. Revolution. <laughs> and you can cuddle. And oh. it's super wholesome. And it's you know those, like, like Twitter things. accounts that are, like, me and who? And it's, like, a random-ass image of, like, two people. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Okay, so, like, they they pop up on my Twitter feed, and I get, like, so, like, depressed. But, like, some of them are really funny. Or it's, like, a cat is, like, forced in between the two, so, like, they can't cuddle. And, like, I think that's kind of funny, because, like, the cat's like, no, this is my place. That would be my cat in Cyberpunk. <laughs> this is my place. <laughs> no sex for you. He, he's, that cat, actually, he can be go into the shower, and if you turn the shower on when he's in there, you'll just hear a, and he'll be hiding underneath, like, the desk. <laughs> Stupid cats. <laughs> Was your cat fat? No. Oh no! You actually have to pay like a fifty thousand dollar fine to have a cat. What? <laughs> Night City. Cat. Jesus. But so I illegally had cats. <laughs> illegally. <laughs> As you should get. Uh, okay. Okay. So, anything else for super punk? Sexy time. <laughs> what? You have sex in a tank. In a tank? What? <laughs> Yes. Oh my god. You also bang a cool cop. He's cool. Okay. There's nothing else to him. This is cool cop. You bang corpo kinky lady, but I missed that option. No, because I pissed her off, I couldn't bang her. Oh, okay. I, I just want to see, like, why it keeps pausing. I don't know. Are we, like, lo running low on stuff? No, I think it's because I just keep banging the desk. And it's just like, oh, can't handle it, can't handle it. Alright, what would you rate Cyberpunk 2077, but it's two years later and it has, like, patch fixes now, thank God. <laughs> well, honestly, it's up there as one of my favorite games, to be honest. That's bold. <laughs> uh, bold. I, I'm sorry if you don't like the game, I'm sorry. Who, who, who are you talking to? Me? I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, nobody listening right now. That's my statement. I'm sorry. I'm not going to give it a actual rating because 
yeah, what it was at launch was unforgivable. But you know what? It's good at least now, it's funny. two years later. At least it's funny. <laughs> That's fair. I just love that PS5s aren't available, and it's like two years later. <laughs> I, I can't believe you got one. It's kind of like, yeah. I know. I was at work. I got an email from PlayStation, like, yo, you could enter a, you can join a queue to get a chance to buy the PlayStation Five. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and you're just like, okay, <laughs> okay. okay. And I had to sit there in school, and just like fucking on my phone the exact time, and I'm like, oh shit, I have to wait in line for two hours. Then the next second, I knew like all those people were gone. Because they gave up. They're probably like, I can't wait anymore. I'm like, huh? Okay, guess I bought a PlayStation 5. I, I was in the library at the time, and I just I, I had to hold in my tears, bro. I, I, my screams. Damn. The pain, the nightmares, they're finally over. <laughs> and I'm just like, you know, I'm a PlayStation fan. This is fucked up. <laughs> this is fucked up. I just got lucky, bro. Damn. That and I'm like broke, so I, I can't really Well, that's one. what happens when you go woke. I don't think that's it. I don't think that's oh, it. Fuck. Well, see, like, on eBay, I found one that was like 350 so I put a bid that was like 370 like for funsies, but then I found out that the bid was done in like two hours, and like barely anyone had bid on it, so I'm like, oh fuck, I don't actually have 370 bucks, <laughs> so I, I kind of canceled the bid, but like it goes to show, like, you can find some good ones out there. Especially used ones. Yeah. See, I don't even care. If, like, I don't want it to be like heavily used. But if it's like a little it's used, not gonna be heavily used at this point. Hopefully, unless they're like a pro gamer and have like five thousand hours in Animal Crossing on the PlayStation. Yeah, <laughs> they modified it. Oh, okay. So they play Animal Crossing in 4K. See, on the Xbox, you can go to Bing, right? And then there's emulators. For like old Nintendo games, so you could play old Nintendo emulators on your Xbox. Don't you have to install emulators? Oh wait, unless you go to yeah, I guess so. So that's fun. <laughs> that's... Yeah, I play The Legend of Zelda online all the time. You do the original, yeah. Is it free? Especially somewhere? in school, yeah. Oh, I also found a pirated Ocarina of Time. <laughs> nice. <laughs> See, I feel bad for pirating shit, so I never do. But, like, at this point, this is, like, the only way to get half the games, so it's like, fuck it, I just might have to become a, go, go to Pirate Cove. You Especially know? when freaking Nintendo doesn't release shit. They're like, ah, yes, you know these digital-only games? Haha, <laughs> no more. Can you release them physically? No. Can you bring them to the Switch? No. Then I'm gonna play them online. Pause. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> What about the music you never officially released? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> can't have it. <laughs> it's ours. Ours. It's mine. Your soul is mine. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. God, this could be a video game episode, because now I want to talk about Mortal Kombat. Fuck! Okay, we'll keep going. We'll leave that as a solid maybe later. So, okay. Next up is my review. My second one. I saw The Woman King. It's not a game related. I saw the movie The Woman King. Okay, so you know how, like, I said before that people said it was inaccurate? Yeah. It's actually... Like, 
actually heavily has the slave trade shit in it. And I'm like, wait, what the fuck? This is actually in the movie? Because I got so confused, because, like, there's the opening action scene, like, Viola Davis and all the women warriors beat the fuck out of a tribe, and it's like, like yeah. cool. But then they're like, like, capture them. I'm like, wait, what? Capture who? And then you see them all tied up and shit. I'm like, wait, are they doing the slave shit? And then they just openly say, like, the British, like, the white people have us selling our own kind. I'm like, oh shit, they're doing the slave stuff! Like, weird to say that in a hyper-voiced, excited way, but, like, it was interesting, because all the trailers neglected it, and I had heard people say they didn't do anything with it, so I was surprised that they did have that element of the story in it. Yeah. So that was kind of interesting. Then, like, the, the only thing that, like, yeah, now that you've said that, they, I guess the only thing that they, that they missed from the history was um, the fact that the woman in the military was extremely low, which I don't fucking care. But um, the, the one thing that was when they went to go fight the British, they, they, well, they were the most feared tribe in Africa, apparently, I guess. Mm -hmm. And then when they went to go fight the British, they, like, in this one, it's the Portuguese. It's the Portuguese. So I, like, maybe they'll do a sequel eventually. I kind of hope they don't. But the story is like, John Boyega becomes king. And he's like, yo, I, 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 don't know what to do, because, like, I don't want my father's reign. So Viola Davis is like, yo, we've got, like, a bunch of, like, oils and shit that we can sell. We don't got to sell our people. So he's like, I will just stop selling people. So then they cut off a bunch of their, their enemies' heads. And then they, like, brought them to, like, the enemy tribe. And it's like, haha, we're done selling shit to you. And it's like, their heads. It's <laughs> like, what the fuck? So then there's, like, an action scene in like a, like, a port or something and then like i'm kind of getting off track here so i wasn't really into it at first because like i liked the technical stuff except the editing oh my god <laughs> the editing of the action sequences was kind of rough because people said oh it's graphic and brutal but i'm like they cut away from everything it's like it's r-rated but it could have been a pg-13 Oh, so like when they go and chop someone's head off, it just cuts. Yeah, and like yeah. when they do throat slits, you don't see the blood because they cut away. So it's like, why is it rated R? You don't show anything. <laughs> Maybe it's because they do show severed heads once. <laughs> once. <laughs> oh my god, so scary. And they actually didn't ask for my ID, which I guess they don't sometimes, but like sometimes they do. But they didn't this time, which was weird because it's rated R. But, like, I'm going to say, like, it felt kind of like a 90s movie. Fuck. Because, like, I didn't notice it until halfway through, but I'm like, oh my god. They are actually trying to be Braveheart. It's actually, like, kind of shocking. Because, like, the writing is pretty bad, but, like, it's, like, inspirational enough. And it's yeah. got, like, enough, like, funny moments in it. And it's got, like, enough character moments in it. It's like, oh my god, this is Braveheart. 
and then like the lack of action scenes but then there's one at the like the end that takes forever like oh my god this is braveheart <laughs> like it's literally just braveheart but set in a different place and it's women this time <laughs> <At a> different <laughs> time <laughs> and it well yeah different time and didn't they both get their butt no they didn't have the british in this one see i feel like because i thought they'd be battling colonialism more but they don't well, they only what, do that at the end <laughs> that, that's what i thought too well yeah yeah that's what because I the mo up until the third act, all of it is they battle their enemy African tribe. Who it teamed up with the colonialists, so they're more powerful. I, I think in history it was the opposite. That was the tribe that teamed up with the colonialists. And I then, think, I don't know. I just see, know. I was just the, like, what? I was so ready to like get on a tangent about like it didn't need to be historically accurate to be good. Like, it ended up being somewhat historically accurate, but it was still good. So, like, I don't have to go on that tangent. <laughs> one one thing I, I uh, when um, I heard people talking about this, the one thing I was afraid of was how uh, cliche it would end. Because um, what happened to the tribe at the end of their tribalism or whatever, they went to fight the British, and um, they, like... Everyone died, and they, like, maybe, like, injured, like, two people. Damn. No, I, see, this no, one, they make them way the fuck more powerful. Yeah, I, I would have thought it would have been a lot more cliche with them just, ah, oh, you know, dramatic death. Yeah, this you one, know. like, one main character dies. And then the rest, like... Okay, so I'm gonna actually say it. The performance is kind of slapped. Like, as the movie went on, I'm like, okay, this might be my favorite performance. And then it kept going, and I'm like, no, I think this might be my favorite performance. But then at the end, I'm like, fuck it, I kind of like all of them. John Boyega? John Boyega slapped in this, dude. He was pretty good. Was he as good as he was in Pacific Rim Uprising? Better. <laughs> better. He's like, no way. <laughs> no way. Was he better than Star Wars? Rise of Skywalker? <laughs> <laughs> this screams Ray constantly. <laughs> yeah, but he's good. And Thusu Mabedu, who, like, is the main supporting lady, she's the one that, like, joins the tribe. Quit laughing at the name! For God's sake, it's a person's I name. Know, it was, it's like a Marvel joke. Thusin Owato? <laughs> oh my god. Sorry. <laughs> I just thought of Doctor Strange and that shit. Ugh. It's a person's name, I know, dude. I know, I know. I just thought of a Marvel joke that second. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've sinned. <laughs> you must repent your sins. But she is like. There's a really weird scene. So she's spoilers. Apparently, the daughter of like Viola Davis. Like it's a twist because like they're not allowed to have kids. But like. Viola Davis, like, the main character, got, like, kidnapped, like, 20 years prior, and got, like, raped by white people or, or some shit, and then, like, gave birth, like, in secret later, but to, 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 like, for some godforsaken reason, she cut the baby's arm and then shoved a shark tooth in it, and I'm like, wait, what the fuck? Why would you do that? And then, like, randomly... 
the 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 character and the side character, Usuma Beidou. I forgot the character name, so I'll just go by the person that played him. But like, she, she has a bump in her arm, and then Viola Davis like rips it out. It's a sharp tooth, and I'm like, excuse me, what, what? the fuck? <laughs> like that was pretty fucking stupid. Like I didn't get what the hell was going on there, but like. Technically, it kind of slaps. Like, the the costumes especially. There was a lot of really good costume work in this one. Because, like, especially the battle suits at the end. Oh, my God. Suits. <laughs> no, not mech suits. But, like, oh. it's badass stuff, dude. It's so good. You see, historical... It, people complain about it being too... His- Historically inaccurate. Uh, definitely don't care about private Saving Private Ryan or American Sniper. Well, Saving Private Ryan, that's not based on anything, is it? Or it's like it loosely based on something? Well, American Sniper is. Yeah, and that's and not it. accurate at all. Because <laughs> the real life story, they didn't have the guy with the drill. But then they made up some random Middle Eastern man that drills holes into kids' heads. Like, why the Clint and Eastwood, set, what the fuck? And they set up a rival sniper, too. Uh, and that's not... Even though in the book he's mentioned once. It's never brought up again. Yes. <laughs> or he apparently lied Wait, in his memoirs point. in real life where he shot, like, looters in Katrina, but he never actually did that. But he lied about it in his memoirs. Trust that guy as you will. <laughs> why, did you, why, why did you shoot looters, bro? Also, why would... Why would you make that up? <laughs> For God's sake. But like, yeah, everything's historically inaccurate to a point. So people getting pissed about this one is... There's a reason. There's a, there's a bigger reason why they don't like it. a woman in my movie. Yeah, there's a bunch of them, and they're empowering? What? Women can fight? Oh my God. That's not allowed. <laughs> I can't wait for them to make a movie on that one lady in France who was, you know, the night lady. The Night Lady? The, what? Fuck. I don't remember her name, bro. Woman Knight. Woman Knight. Woman Knight. France. France. <laughs> Women Knights in the Middle Ages. This lady, Joanna of Arc, yeah. Oh! Didn't she get lynched or something? Didn't she get crucified at the end? Probably. Of her life, because I thought in the movie she died after like crucifixion or some shit. How did Joe? Joe Joan. That's not how you spell Joan. Joan of Arc die. Death by burning. Ha! <laughs> She's a witch. She's a witch. A woman can fight. <laughs> She's a witch. Burn. Burn the witch. It's like in Monty Python, how they put her on a scale that is broken. <laughs> she weighs as much as a duck. Bad. Monty Python's pretty funny, bro. Is that still in your top four favorites of all time? No, I think it's dropped because of Drive 2011. Drive. <laughs> Is Drive your favorite movie? No, I have Starship Troopers, but I think I'm going to put Blade Runner 2049. Again? Again. Again. You cycle for like five movies. Gamer moments. Is <laughs> this one? No, is this one? And then for me, I just have loyalty to one forever. 
Star bit boopers. Star But yeah, the the woman king is kind of generic and very funny. Sometimes <laughs> there's some funny shit. I will like, but and the action scenes are actually the worst part, to be honest. The trailer seemed like they were pretty good, though, in my opinion. Like they weren't like awful. Like the the third act one kind of slapped, but like the there's only three. Oh. The first two suck, and the third one's pretty good. Does she have a speech like Mel Gibson? Not even, really. She sort of just leaves, and then people follow her, because she's got respect. For Frodo. For <laughs> And then, I give it a seven. I think it's good. And, like, people say awards. I'm like, I don't even need it to. I just thought it was a fun historical action movie, you know? What uh, what's your reaction to it having ninety nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes for audience? I mean, if people like it, you know, that's good for them. I know it's just a surprise because I thought it would be review bombed. So mm. is it being like review bombed, but also there's more review positive bombs to get rid of those bombings? I can, oh, like review boosting? You mean? Yeah, review boosting to make them. Make the people who bomb the kind of shit piss their pants. He's like, <laughs> so, oh yeah, and then you have people like the quartering, yeah, the quarter pounders, like black women in my movies. Rotten Tomatoes rigging the score. No, I way. think other people are just revolting against you for once. Yeah, but I mean, like, it's it's solid. I think it's a, an enjoyable movie. I saw it in the biggest screen possible, right? I thought it was just gonna be like a random screening. But they put us in the monster screen, <laughs> and I didn't even realize it. So we had, like, a giant screen, and most of the time people were just talking. <laughs> yeah, that was my Halloween Kills experience. Because <laughs> <laughs> people were talking. It's oh like, my gosh, this person's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. See, when we get to spooky season, we're going to talk about the Halloween, the new Halloween trilogy. And I'm going to actually fucking tear it to shreds. It's so terrible. That was, um, while watching Halloween Kills in theater, my reaction was Homelander when he was in the theater. <laughs> it but just... it, was, it was only for the, it was only for the, uh, kids fucking not shutting up. Just... Oh, like, in your audience? Yeah. Yeah, just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had the ringing, just... <laughs> That was my reaction when I had a fucking white girl tell me that Loki died in the first ten minutes right behind me before Infinity War. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I kind of saw that coming, because he was in none of the promotional material. So, like, I kind of knew that. <laughs> but, see, I feel bad for the people that only went in for Loki. <laughs> <laughs> that was my reaction, too, when... When everyone was watching Minions for the memes and not how Kino it actually was. <laughs> okay, I give it a seven. My reaction, my reaction when I when I saw Black Adam and DC League of Super Pets. We <laughs> left before that though. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you saw the clip afterwards. I did. <laughs> okay, so now, uh, I mean, I just I'm adding stuff as we go, but the next three things I have are. Or I guess four things. Ghibli ranking for me. Because I watched all of the Ghibli movies. Work stories and experiences sort of veer away from movies and games and stuff. But then I sort of bring it back up for something different. Movie slash video game ideas we have. And 
how we'd execute certain things we'd want to do. And then one more year at the Oscars. I swear this is the second to last one we'll do in a while. Because <laughs> the next one we do will be two weeks after this when Silence of the Lambs wins. But it's like horror movie. We're doing it in horror season. So I'm going to go away with that. <laughs> Anthony Hopkins was pretty funny and fractured. Was he? Yeah. What, like, what did I he killed do? my wife. <laughs> wow! Ryan Gosling. And I am not going to confess. Was <laughs> Squeeze me! As he confesses to murder. I do think Anthony Hopkins is funny, though. I'm not gonna lie. Every time I see him in a movie, he's just Anthony Hopkins. Was he funny in The Last Night? <laughs> Did yes. you forget he was in it? <laughs> yeah, I remember. He had hot rod. French accent hot rod. <laughs> French. I hate the French, by the way. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, my goodness. Okay, so what do you want to do of those four things that I just brought up? One of them. That's helpful. Should I just... Yeah, just go for it. All right, you know, I'll do my Ghibli ranking. So I did this in from January to March. Took me about two and a half months. That's it, bro. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but honestly, though, some of the like two of these films are like in my favorites of all time. Like a couple of them slap really hard, but then some of them actually make me want to fucking die. Let's start with twenty three, the one that makes oh, yeah, me want to die: Earwig and the Witch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No way. They switched to three D animated. They switched to 3D animation, but they're trying to keep it anime, and it looks fucking terrible. It actually looks like cancer <laughs> morphed into anime, alright? It's it's disturbing. Nothing is good, alright? The story ends, like, probably halfway before it should, right? It was like, a, it was like an 80-minute long movie, but it actually felt like 200 hours. <laughs> like, I was constantly checking to see if it was over. I'm like, holy fuck, is, it's not over. Is this the one that his dad walked out on him for? I think so. Oh, on the screening? Yeah. Maybe. Because it's awful. It's so bad. <laughs> Heo Miyazaki is, like, I don't love the man, but he's never done anything as fucking shitty as this. <laughs> Goro Miyazaki has a good movie. We'll get to it later. This is not one of them. This is not the one. Goro is a badass name. Goro is a badass name. Number 22 is actually Goro Miyazaki's first movie, Tales from Earthsea. I remember, like, barely anything about it. It's, like, generic. It's They adapt the four books of the series into one, like, two-hour movie. That's Guess... How you think that one? Guess how you think that one? Gibson had the first book in her room. I saw it in like the um like a side shelf. I'm like, whoa, they've got Tales of Earthsea. Anyway, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, Tales of Oh yeah, Tales from Earthsea is pretty boring. It has like it's not funny. They don't make jokes. The main character is is a fuck boy. <laughs> The, the best part is Willem Dafoe. Also, I should note, I listened to the uh, dubbed versions. I know people say sub, not dub. 
which is fair, and I do that normally, but I did dub because, like, I watch these often at, like, night, and I couldn't, like, read because I'd, like, fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, so I, I had him on dub. Um, but, yeah, Tales from Earthsea is fucking boring. Also, Earwig is a one. Tales of Earthsea <laughs> is a two. <laughs> is a two. going to gradually <laughs> Actually, that's not a joke. The next yeah, the next six they go up by one. So, <laughs> so we just stop at six for like five, for like three of them. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler. Okay. Uh, tales for yeah. Willem Dafoe kind of slaps in this though, because like it's Willem Dafoe. Well, yeah, I hear he was even good in the Death Note movie. He's like the best part. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see that either. I didn't see the anime, but. Um, you don't have to, because you're going to see the Stranger Things TV show. <laughs> yeah. Alright, number 21. Is this movie called Ocean Waves? Almost no one remembers this. <laughs> Ocean Waves. It's about, like, it's it's like a bee project from Ghibli. It's about, like, two teens falling in love. Like, wow, how original. <laughs> but, like, the woman is actually a bitch. <laughs> like, just straight up is an actual, like, she, like, constantly, like, emotionally manipulates the guy. And she, like, constantly yells at him. And, like, is so whiny. And it's just, like, a shitty human to be around. But, like, the ending of the movie is he, he remembers all the best moments with her. But, like, it cuts to a montage where she's yelling at him, like, <laughs> 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 I don't get it. Like, I, like, see, this is the one thing I liked about it. It's, like, there's a graduation reunion scene. So it's, like, a year later after the class graduated, and they go to, like, a bar, and, like, like people, like, bring up, like, their old crushes and stuff, and they're just, like, there's a drunk guy that tries hitting on a hot lady and, like, falls over, which is, like, really fucking funny. It's, like, one of the only things I liked about this god-awful movie. Oh, so it's kind of funny to me. What if that was the point? Was that he was just manipulated to the point where he thought all those were good memories? Maybe. But, like, he, he has a best friend that, like, he's with constantly. And it's, like, he should just stick with being bros with him. Don't go to the... Bros, not hoes. You know you know the that's, phrase. That's, that's, that's you know the phrase. True. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, three out of ten. Alright, number 20 of The Cat Rises. People love this movie. I fucking hate it. <laughs> so, The Cat Rises is about a woman that joins a cat and goes to a fantasy world. And I got about 15 minutes into this before I just wanted to die. <laughs> Why it's better is because Tim Curry shows up as a cat king. <laughs> And actually tries fucking murdering people, and he's kind of epic. <laughs> Based. <laughs> Based. <laughs> but, like, he's so... Like, the rest, it's so... Like, it's not, like... Yeah, technically, compared to fucking Earwig, yeah, it's pretty decently animated. Earwig. But, like, even compared to movies from the 80s from this group, it looks kind of choppy and not as good of animation. But, like, the, the American cast is fucking low. It's got, like, Anne Hathaway, Tim Curry. It's got, um... Tim the, Curry. 
It's got the guy from fucking Princess Bride. Ah, funny guy. Carrie Elwes, that's his name. And it has him. And this is actually... We'll get to this later for context, but this is in-universe... There's a movie called Whisper of the Heart. Yeah. Okay. Where the cat character that Carrie Elwes plays shows up in, like, the main girl's imagination in that movie. And she ends up getting the rights to make a story about this cat. So this is, like, one of the stories about the cat. So it's like a story within a story sort of thing. Yeah, Lightyear. Yeah, yeah basically. Yeah. <laughs> like Lightyear. But <laughs> not great. I didn't love it. Oh, look at how choppy we're getting. Jeebus. 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 <laughs> 19. Here's verse. We're going to get some saucy shit. Porco Rosso. It's about a pig that flies plane. Funny. <laughs> but he's like the only animal character. Literally everyone else is a human. And then here's Michael Keaton as a World War One pilot who's now a pig. And like there's no context. He's just a pig now. Like, I'm sorry, what? But I will say Michael Keaton's the best part of this movie. <laughs> well yeah, he's funny Batman. He's funny Batman. People do like this movie. Yeah. But, like, I don't... Because I, I thought I see a lot of people having it in their, like, their top fives. Or their least. top ten. Yeah. Or their top tens, at least. See, yeah. I have this at a solid five out of ten. <laughs> but, uh, like, everyone else that I follow that's seen it has, like, seven or higher. What did they see? What did they see that Metaphors. I did? Metaphor. <laughs> that's true. I just saw a movie about a pilot who was a fake. <laughs> that's how you should see it. <laughs> <laughs> you see, Thor: Love and Thunder was actually about a god who uh, it was a pig. <laughs> a pig. A pig. He yeah. finds love in thunder. Oh. <sighs> okay. He has a romance with his hammer. Ha ha. I'm pretty ha. sure they have fucked. Him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Eighteen. I have Castle in the Sky. Literally, it, despite it coming out in 1986, this is like one of the best looking anime ever fucking fight me this thing looks so there's scenes at the end where like there's a castle in the sky no way crazy but like it go it like fucking explodes and there's like particle effects of like debris and it like it lasts for like minutes on end and it literally probably took them like a year to animate like holy shit <laughs> like that was insane Bro, particle effects in 2D animation equals good shit, I'm telling you. It's like when they did that in Akira. When, like, the building was getting eviscerated, and they had, like, a bunch of building effects and stuff. I don't want to think about Akira, because it was very nihilistic. Nihilistic. <laughs> and everyone fucking dies, and it seems like nothing. Oops, oh, yep, everyone's dead. <laughs> Whoopsie days. Whoopsies. Oops, it's over. Okay, then. Okay. See, none of these movies are nihilistic. Not even the darkest one, which we'll get, we'll get to way later. Not even that one's nihilistic. <laughs> is it... Oh, it's Spirited Away, isn't it? Uh, you know which one it is. Grave of the Fireflies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, spoiler. Get to that later. Alright, Castle in the Sky also. It's, it, it's two hours, but it felt like a three-hour epic. 
So the first half was like a small town kid joins Magic Fantasy Lady and they go on a quest. But then the second half so boring. <laughs> it's just like Mark Hamill shows up as the villain. Which is kind of epic though, not going to lie. It's kind of epic. Is, is he good voice actor in this one? What? Is he good voice actor in this one? He's okay. <laughs> oh, damn. He's usually a good voice actor. Oh, and like, I didn't hate him. It just sort of sounded like Mark Hamill. Wait, what, you 86? 86. Ah, yes, he didn't have time. No, no, but, like, this is the dub, so this is, like, way later. Oh, okay. Americanized, so way later. <laughs> um, but, yeah, 17, I have The Tale of Princess Kaguya. People said this is, like, a masterpiece. I was fucking sleeping halfway through. The first half's about a lady that was birthed from a tree... And then gets raised by parents, but they force her to become like a like a geisha, and she hates being royalty, so she like decides not to be. But and then I I got bored, so I skipped to the end. Again. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're honest. <laughs> I got bored. And I skipped to the end. <laughs> Sorry, folks. <laughs> um, but she, like, I, maybe I missed context because I did that. But she ends up joining a circus in fucking heaven. <laughs> like, what the fuck just happened? And, like, literally the music cuts out. It's like a dramatic scene, and then it cuts to credits. I'm like, what the fuck did I just watch? I don't get it. Oh, I missed. I probably missed some. You, you know what we should do tonight after this podcast, speaking of that? Watch Knives Out. I, you, know, <laughs> Drew, you know Drew Gooden, right? Yeah. yeah. One of his video, he talked about how he used to, with a friend, he used to go on a streaming service, type in a random thing, find a movie, and skip to the last ten minutes, and just watch it out of context. <laughs> we should do that. <laughs> oh my god. We go to, like, HBO Max, and we just, like, we find fucking, we find, like, like a French movie, and we just skip to the ending, and we're just like, what just happened? What is this? The best ten minutes I've seen in my life. <laughs> but, yeah, like, it's, 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 uh, it's fine. Iso Takahata, who did Grave of the Fireflies, which goaded movie. He, this was his last movie, and he was in his like his eighties, and then he died <laughs> like a couple years later. That's why it's considered masterpiece. Masterpiece. It's fine. That's all I gotta say. You wanna know what's a better movie from him? Pom Poco. Pom Poco. Pom Poco is about raccoons that try to survive when humans tear down the forests. And they basically can expand their testicles and, like, cover, like, windshields and stuff. So this is, like, car crashes. Let's be... Sounds like a Miyazaki thing. <laughs> it's, uh, maybe it's written by him. Oh, no, it's produced by him and written by him. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> but literally, they... Rack Clancy Brown is in this. He's so funny. He's <laughs> so funny. You fucking... <laughs> Literally, they, like, the males have to learn how to expand their testicles. 
Like, there's training of it and everything. And you see it. It's so disturbing. And then, like, they're not supposed to mate, but, like, the narrator is like, they made it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) It's just supposed to be a comedy. It's so Wes Anderson-y. Like, it has a, like, before even Wes Anderson made his, like, first movie, right? It's got a narrator. It's got, like, an ensemble cast. It's fucking stupid. (laughs) Like, it tackles, like, different, like, themes and stuff, you know? Because rich. But... This one, it's environmentalism, because they love doing that. Miyazaki does love his environmentalism. Like, he refused his Oscar for Spirited Away because of the Americans' involvement in the Iraq War. So he literally just didn't show up. He's like, fuck you, I don't care. (laughs) He's like, I'm not not doing it. Which he's kind of based for that. (laughs) So that's why Disney wins all the time. Because, well, I mean, Shrek, that was the first time, that was the first animated movie winner, and they went to Shrek. It's kind of funny. <laughs> it beat Monsters, Inc., which I think is, like, a better movie, but I'm sort of glad Shrek won, because, like, there's more variety in the winners, because it's not just Disney. And Shrek is funny. Shrek is funny. He blows up the, the snake and uses that as a balloon. Remember when this was about Ghibli? <laughs> Ghibli. <laughs> Ghibli. Oh, okay, I haven't rated any of these in a while. Pompoko 6, Kaguya 6, Castle in the Sky 6, Porco Rosso 5, and Cat Returns 4. Okay, next up. 15. It's actually the third Iso Takahata movie in a row. Alright, this one's called My Neighbors the Yamadas. It's based off of a manga from Japan. It's like a, it's like their Archie, or like their, like, Charlie Brown. It's about, like, a family, and they're, like, wacky adventures. And so, like, it's a bunch of different stories told in this movie, so it's, like, an anthology, sort of. Some of the stories are kind of funny. Like, a child is, like, abandoned at the fucking airport, and the family forgets, so they gotta go get her. It's, like, a chase. Like, some of it's funny. It's, like, really cute. Like, the voice work was, like, really cute. It was just, like, a, like a wholesome movie, you know. I, like, you can watch it if you want, but it was, it was solid. Seven. Okay, here's where you're about to fucking bitch slap me. Fourteen's Princess Mononoke. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> so, okay. Literally everyone was like, yo, Princess Mononoke fucking slaps. Like, okay. I'm, I'm assuming it's going to slap. And then I watch it. And I'm like, where are you guys getting the 10 out of 10 ratings from? Whoopsie daisy. So, okay. I get what it's going for in its scale. But also, like, how it's pretty centralized around, like, three main characters. And, like, the ensemble that sort of fills the space. Like, you have the villain lady... And like her city, you have the guy that flees the town, and he's going on a quest, and he's like just good. Like that's his character traits. He's good. And then you have the lady who's badass, San. I think that's her name. Sans under, <laughs> and she's got like the wolf people around her. You're like cringing at me. I'm just trying to explain myself. So, like, I get it's about, like, it's, like, anti-war and environmentalism. 
Like, that's what it's about. Because that's a lot of his movies. Not all of them. Spirited Away, I don't know what that one's on. <laughs> that's actually true. I don't know what the fuck Spirited Away was. I don't know. I don't know what that one was about. I liked the funny mask guy. <laughs> mask guy. As he vores everything. <laughs> but, like, Mononoke's scale is its best part, to be fair. Like, the battles are epic. Landscape shots. Oh, there's a lot of landscape shots. For me, it's the pacing. I feel like, like I get it. It's it starts slow. It's like Lord of the Rings. It's literally Lord. Of, it starts slow. You got like a small group of characters, and it goes and just like builds up. And there's like a feck boat more. Then you got like boar gods battling, <laughs> like like people with iron like guns, and they go. Getting shot and stuff, and then they, they vor like San, and then the guy has to save her, and then he has like a like a curse on his arm, and like what? Where did that come from? And then like he just like gets rid of it at the end. Like I feel like he has no stakes in dying, sort of. And then like you you've got like the ending is literally it's literally Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. Which came out like, like ten years before it. It's about an all good person going on an epic quest in a fantasy universe. You've got giant monsters. You have a villain female. You have funny side character people, like the people in the uh, barn, like the big breasted women doing all like the lifting and shit. Mononoke, they're pretty fun. And you also have, like, they're just, like, they hate men. <laughs> like, men are fucking stupid guys. <laughs> but then, like, you have, like, like, flying vehicles. You have, like, a forest setting, which is also in Nausicaa. You've got a final battle where the main character supposedly dies, but then through the power of friendship or some shit, <laughs> they get resurrected What's and then they become friendship. <laughs> resurrected, and she just becomes like like they become like all powerful. Even the endings are so similar. You've got the villain lady who is so set on fucking genocide, who is now like you know what I've changed my ways almost immediately. We're we're good people now, all right. We won't attack you anymore. Like where, where did that redemption come from? This also happened in Nausicaa, to be fair. So like knocks down a little bit but like they're so similar and I just like kept realizing it as I was watching it it's just Mononoke is longer and longer I just, I just saw her realizing she found she, she, she uh, found an error in her morals and she's just like eh, yeah but like Maybe genocide is wrong. No, no way. Maybe I should put my hatred aside. Also, I saw the ending coming from a mile away. I don't know if you did too. What with the deer god? Yeah, yeah, I saw a deer god coming from a mile away. No, because like they mentioned it, and like, because like the deer god creates life, but then it starts killing everything, and then dies, and it creates life. Like, make up your mind, movie. Good lord. Because that's nature. It kills things, then it dies, and it creates more life. Environmentalism. <laughs> it's just how it works. Nature fights back, it dies, and it creates new life. Like, I get the point. 
But like, maybe we shouldn't let hatred consume us. No, like, <laughs> which was the one that I was a bit more vocal about, quite literally, when he's just like, this is what happens when anger consumes you, or hatred consumes you. <laughs> ten out of ten movie, guys. Oh my god. <laughs> Spike. This is what happens when your mother... Oh god. I just the score slaps in this movie. Yeah. So hard. Also, Joe Hisashi is a genius. This did also help... Along with Akira, with the Western audience, and Spirit Awaited 2 later. Yep. This also helps people realize, hey, maybe animation is not just for kids. And then the Oscars make fun of the fact that it's just for children. Even though they then nominate Flea, which is a documentary about a gay man from the Middle East who deports himself so he doesn't get fucking murdered. But no, animation's for kids. <laughs> Animations for kids, guys. Haha. <laughs> Remember when your kids watch those Disney movies and you're like, oh shucks, I have to watch those Disney movies again. Haha. <laughs> anyway, let's get to the Disney movies. Ah, uh, remember those movies that are really boring. <laughs> remember Big Cinderella. Hero 6. <laughs> Big Hero 6. Remember, remember the Titans. <laughs> Disney. Remember the Titans. Oh my god. I'm actually like, is, is it like, what? Alright, I think we might might have gotten it. Hello? Hello? I think that fixed it. Yeah, yeah. See, look, look, it's not that. It's yeah, Sunday. Yeah. Alright, Princess Mononoke is a 7. Princess. That's my reaction. <laughs> this is my honest reaction to that information. Is this what? I farted. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My, my 13 is Kiki's Delivery Service. There's a movie very similar to this that I fecking love, but like I just didn't like this one for some reason. Like as much as the other. Does she run a delivery service? Yes. Does she die at the end? No. Damn. So it's about. Is it like postal? No, she like. <laughs> I think she delivers like bakery goods or something. Because like she lives, so she's a witch and she has to find her thing. Because each witch has, like, a thing that they do. Like, that's, like, their job as a witch. Water. So there's witches that, like, do spell casting or whatever. But she doesn't know what she wants to do. So she goes to the big city, but she doesn't really know what she's doing. The city of dreams. And she ends up figuring out, oh, I like delivering stuff. It's fun. I get to fly around. I get to meet a bunch of new people. I get to be all friendly and stuff. So she wants... She decides to become a delivery person. But, like, the whole point of the movie is about, like, burnout. And about, like, sort of, like, like what you want to do. Like, how to pace yourself while doing it. She ends up, like, burning out and, like, getting sick and stuff. Not, like, dead, deadly sick. Like, it's a kid's movie. It's not like I think. It should have been just, like, my favorite Totoro. 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 Sorry, where, you know, he murders everyone. At the end. What? <laughs> Excuse me. Oh shit, I think I watched the wrong one. <laughs> I think mean, the wrong one. Number 12, I have. Oh, Kiki's Delivery Service is a 7. Also, just gonna point out everything up from like 16 up, even like 18, 19 up, has high quality animation and is like better looking than nearly everything out there. So I just won't keep saying it. 
so I'll just point it out now. 12, I have From Up on Poppy Hill. Poppy Hill. It's about kids at school. No, what? It's no, what? an 80s cocaine rush and the, kids, <laughs> and the impact it had on the kids in high school. In Japan. In Japan. <laughs> no, 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 no. So it's about a woman or a girl who 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 is doing something. I kind of forgot, but then she meets a guy. And he's like a part of like a like a club, and he wants to like restore this like old like library because the school's gonna like tear it down. So the whole story is like they're trying to rebuild this library. But then there's a side plot where they fall in love, but they find out that they're related, but they like stay in love anyways, and that's like really fucking concerning. But then it turns out that they're not actually related. Like right at the end, through some twist. So they can be together. It's a happy ending. Happy ending. Seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. My first eight is number eleven. My neighbor Totoro. The fucking theme song is so good. Just, yeah. It's it literally just pops up in my head randomly, and then just like it's stuck there forever, and it takes like a long ass time to just get rid of it. But yeah, that's Joe Hisashi's. And it's definitely a children's book kind of movie and very creepy. Yeah, like when Totoro smiles at the girl, I genuinely thought he was going to fucking eat her or like kill her or something. I thought the cat boss was fucking terrible. Oh, yeah, that was disturbing. But like it's dark because like isn't the girl like dying of a disease or, or like though the mom is. Yeah. But like no, it's a happy ending. Don't worry about it. Totoro. <laughs> Totoro. What is it about? <laughs> that's, that's the thing. Sometimes movies don't need to have actual plot. The plot is creepy animals. Creepy animals. Alright, number 10. This is where I'll get shot more if I hadn't already. Is Spirited Away. This is number 10. People have this at their number 1. And I'm like, ah, number 10 on my top 10. <laughs> So I was confused. <laughs> so okay, listen, it's like fine. <laughs> like it's well animated, and I like the initial structure. Like the ending is weird, and then it keeps taking like random ass turns. Like, oh, you have to find this witch with to to free this guy. From being a ghost dude, and then also you fall in love randomly, and then you have like the dragon. Yeah, or, yeah, you do have a dragon. Then you have like the the weird casino thing with like a bathhouse. That's what the movie just should have been. Bathhouse. <laughs> I thought that was. And then you have the giant sludge monster creature. That was interesting. The big headed woman was so terrifying. The giant baby. Baby. <laughs> yeah. I liked it. It just seemed like she reverted back. Like, she learns how responsibility and humility, but she just becomes a whiny, annoying person right at the end anyways. Yeah, I thought it was good up until the ending. I just got really fucking confused at the ending. See, I know a lot of people like, the world building is excellent. And I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> Can you explain what's going on? The funny mask. So, like... Conveniently, the one creature she accidentally 
got like a, a reward from is the exact item that's needed to help the guy that's possessed not be possessed anymore. Cool. <laughs> like it, it seems just convenient that that happened. I don't know. Maybe someone on like a wiki will <laughs> like go into the deep lore or some shit. Did it also turn out like she saved him from the water or something? Yeah, I don't remember. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And that's why he helped her in the first place? And I'm like, what? I don't get but it. But it has a voice actor from Skyrim in it, which I think is pretty funny, because he voices the generic NPCs. <laughs> NPC. Alright, number, number, number nine. Howl's Moving Castle. Jurinetto. Ah, uh, no. So, okay, the first two-thirds I thought were excellent. Flamboyant, emo Christian Bale is amazing. <laughs> He's literally just like a goth guy, <laughs> basically. He sleeps in vines, and he's literally... <laughs> he literally disappears for large chunks of the movie. Like, he's like, just like, oh, I'm gonna fight a war real quick. <laughs> I'm just gonna disappear. Bye-bye. <laughs> the movie is about the, like a woman that gets a curse that turns her old, and I'm like, okay, that's oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. So like the 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 thing that drops it for me is the third act where they like character assassinate everyone. It's like Billy Crystal is like a fire demon who's just like like quirky and like makes jokes throughout it. But then at the end, it's like, oh, I actually ate Howell's soul, and I'm the reason that we're all gonna fucking die. Also, give me your eyeballs. Like, excuse me? Princess. <laughs> like, what just happened here? And then, like, there's a war with an unknown tribe of people randomly, and it's also, like, apparently Hayao Miyazaki said that the movie is actually, like, a metaphor for, like, the Iraq War. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, this has nothing to do with the Iraq War. Yes, what Christian you... Bale plays Barack Obama. <laughs> what? What? I love when there's no colored people in these movies. Barack Obama. Barack Obama. It's well animated. There was one in Princess Mononoke. Okay. There was? Yes, I think so. <laughs> I think so. Number, 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 oh, Spirited Away and Howl's Moving Castle are eights. Number eight, I have The Secret World of Arietti. I remember seeing, like, a like a cover of the DVD for it and, like, a Target. It was, like, the bottom shelf. <laughs> it was, like, it's literally this poster. That was the poster on the movie, on the, on the DVD. I'm like, oh. I just remember seeing Ponyo. Well, see, because it had the Disney logo. So I'm like, Mommy, it's a Disney movie. And she's like, no. <laughs> I'm getting it. No. No. So, like, I didn't watch it until this, this marathon. And it's, it kind of slaps. I'm not going to lie. It's about a dying kid who, like, lives in a giant house. And the house is run with, like, tiny people. And the tiny people are just sort of living their life, you know? Will Arnett is in it, and he's really funny. <laughs> he's <laughs> always funny. Will Arnett. And then, like, Tina Fey is there. I'm like, okay, that's cool. That's cool. 
or is it Amy Poehler? I forgot. It might be Amy Poehler. I don't remember. Either way, it's one of those two. <laughs> and basically, like, the Arietti, the, 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 the girl, wants to be an, an explorer. She wants to go off and do stuff. But then the housekeeper of the, the mansion is like, yo, there's tiny people. I want to capture them and sell them. <laughs> so, um, basically, like, it's, 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 like a, it's like a heist movie, but it's like low stakes. It's very kind of chill, and the music is pretty bopping. I could say about almost all of these, though, to be fair. Exactly. Number seven, I have when Marnie was there. Who the hell's Marty? <laughs> so it's about a, a woman who has depression. Oh damn! Original. <laughs> but like, she does. She is sent to like her aunt and uncles for the summer, and she becomes obsessed with the vision she has of this old house with like a person named Marnie. And you can sort of feel like, like it's clearly gay, but like they can't have gay people in a movie apparently. So, like, it turns out Marnie is like actually her, like the main character's grandma, but it's like a vision of her or something. Um, but like it's really well animated, and I like that it was really like depressing, like the main character. Like goes to a party, and she just like like fucking hates being there, and then she calls someone who's fat a pig, and that's like whoa, <laughs> fat shame moment. <laughs> but like she's depressed because like her mom like adopted her, I guess, and like she's getting paid money from the government to house her. So she thinks, like, she doesn't actually, like, care about her. So she's, like, really, like, existential and shit. And that's literally me. <laughs> literally me. metaphor for the Iraq War. Uh, no. <laughs> you know what probably is a metaphor for the Iraq War? This Among next us. one. Nausicaa, the Valley of the <laughs> Among Us. <laughs> Among Us. Among Us is actually a metaphor for the Iraq War. So, yes. Nausicaa is, is, is better mononymous. In my, in my opinion, you just look away. <laughs> Didn't you rate Mononoke like a 10 or a 9 or something? So that's a yes. <laughs> just like ignoring me. Uh, what was I on? Oh, yeah. So, like, it's well animated and bopping soundtrack. Shia LaBeouf is in it. <laughs> But this is when Shia LaBeouf was a kid, so he wasn't he was a, child a piece actor. of shit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He wasn't a piece he was a of shit. a child actor, and he was mentally and emotionally abused. Yeah, I got it, okay. Except, wasn't Honey Boy actually, like, fake? I thought it was. Because he made a movie called Honey Boy, which was about, like, his dad's abuse of him. But I thought that was made up. Oh, yeah, that, that, yeah. But, I mean, there's still the fact that he was, you know, a child star. Mm -hmm. And that has a lot of emotional baggage, baggage to it. 
like that that I don't know. Uh, this is a whole other thing, but there was a kid who was in the Diary of Wimpy Kid movies who just came out and killed mm-hmm. his mom. Wow, he was a child star. Which one? He was a background character. Oh. <laughs> so it doesn't really... I looked him up. It's like, his name's Rowdy. Like, who the fuck is Rowdy? And it's just a kid who's in the bush. And he's in the movie for, like, no joke, like, two seconds. <laughs> I'm like, why is this a... I mean, I get it, he killed his mom. But why the fuck is this headline news? This is a dude who's in the background of Diary of a Wimpy Kid. <laughs> Diary of a Wimpy Kid. I actually want to reread those books, bro. Childhood nostalgia moment. Anyway, what am I talking about? Oh, Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Number five. So, okay, I, I'm, I'm going to give you some context, right? Heya Miyazaki, he's had some hit-or-miss movies for me. Because I, I watched stuff in release order. So, each movie felt like it was fumbling the ball. And I just thought I'd never like any of his movies. But then the last two movies he made were fucking bangers. So, this... Fit number five is The Wind Rises. His last movie until hopefully his next one comes out next year. We'll see. <laughs> but uh, The Wind Rises is semi-autobiographical. No, it's not true. It's a biography. Like, it's semi-true. It's about a pilot or, like, a designer of planes who is, like, obsessed with, like, being this great inventor, and he ends up neglecting his wife, and and his wife ends up dying, and he's like alone, and like the score is like really good, but it's like ethereal, and it sort of like builds dread and shit. Like it's not a horror movie, but it feels like it is. It's like this guy, like the choices he made in his life, and his obsession with like being one of the greats sort of fucking him over in the end because like the woman he loved he ignored because he was just obsessed with his work and then he's played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt <laughs> funny inception man John Krasinski's in it okay. he plays the best friend got all you put an L in here got him but like he He's pretty good. He plays the guy that, like, like feeds into his, like, ideologies and stuff. But, like, they both have different conceptions of, like, how to make great planes. So, like, the, like Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character wants to do things traditionally and to, like, be a great craftsman of planes. Well, John Krasinski tries to go for, like, the modern age for like speed and like inv- like evolved technology and stuff it's kind of cool there's some fucking planes some <laughs> planes but i thought it's a very solid watch and i think it's really good i give that a 9 that's my first 9 then number 4 is panyo <laughs> panyo <laughs> so this was, like, after Howl's Moving Castle, and I thought, my god, I'm not gonna like any of these anymore. And then I watched Ponyo, and it's so good! It literally gave me, like, that feeling of, like, hey, there's happiness in this world. That's amazing. That's amazing. It's about a fish that turns into a human. 
and becomes best friends with a little boy, and they they go on adventures, and then there's a giant tidal wave that's gonna fucking annihilate everything. <laughs> And then Kate Blanchett shows up as a mermaid god. I don't know what the hell that's about. Kate Blanchett. <laughs> Kate Blanchett. There's also Liam Neeson as the dad, and he's really good because like he's fumbling around and he doesn't know what the hell's going on in life. I will find you. I will find you, and I will kill you. <laughs> Kills a kid. Uh, number three is Whisper of the Heart. What a banger of a movie! This is literally. It's about a, a person who is, like, who has, like, roadblocks in creativity and believes, like, nothing she'll do will matter. Or, like, she'll never be, like, great. But, like, just the, the, the people in her life encourage her. And she ends up creating this work that she's proud of in her own right. And I think this is a good thing. You know, it's a solid story. Number two. Is the second 10 out of 10, or the first 10 out of 10. Only yesterday, I mentioned this when we talked about turning red, because there's a segment in a flashback where the kids talk about. No, no, no. They, they talk about their, their, their menstrual cycles. <laughs> but unlike Disney, where they throw that theme away, and they hate. They, they hate teaching kids that that happens they're this movie is just like yo this happens people have this crazy <laughs> crazy <laughs> oh my god menstrual cycle do you bleed <laughs> what okay num number one number one obviously grave of the fireflies i cried like a bitch when i watched this i cried like a bitch the second time i watched this too like, the first time I watched it, it ended at, like, 1 o'clock in the morning, and I immediately gave it a 10, and I immediately put it at my number one favorites of all time, and it's still there. I will never change it. Until you see it, Barbie. Barbie. <laughs> You'll... I... See, I know you joke about it, but are you, like, actually gonna like it? That's Unironically, un yeah. Un Unironically? That's the hope. We'll see, though. Hopefully we'll be able to put the irony aside and just see it for whatever <laughs> truly is irony. a piece of art. Arts. <laughs> okay, but yeah. You should watch Grave of the Firefly. You know what else I should watch? What? Minecraft videos. Ooh, dude. How do you do redstone? <laughs> redstone. I don't get it. You have the red lever and you put the button on the red button and you L. <laughs> L. You press L. You put L on your forehead. Alright, so now what do you want to do? We're down to three. Do you need a reminder of what they were? Uh, yeah. Okay, so so work stories and experiences, things, notable things we can talk about, movie slash video game ideas we have, and then the, the 2016 Oscars. The year of Fury Road. We're gonna have time for the Oscars. Uh maybe. I don't know. That's my solid maybe. Maybe. Because we did that one, you should probably watch Fury Road, anyways. I've already seen Fury Road. You have? Yeah. When? 
I saw it a while ago. Oh, you did? Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, I did not know that. I thought you didn't. I did. I haven't seen any of the others. I've only oh. seen Fury Girl. Yeah. Solid movie. <laughs> solid. Very solid. It was very solid. So, so Screen Rant making that article ranking the women from hottest to from least hottest to hottest is so ironic. <laughs> mm. It's as if they're making fun of people like you. <laughs> you know, it's like. PBS, or it's like getting donations from viewers like you. Thank you. It's like they're making fun of people like you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, ah, uh, so which one do you want to do of those three? Let's just do work stories. Work yeah, stories. In order. Okay. So you want, like, this one's just going to be more like back and forth, whatever the hell we want, you know? So I've got plenty, but I don't know how many. Oh, I have plenty, but a lot of them will give away my location. Oh, like where you work? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a it's a national brand that has thousands of stores. Oh fuck! <laughs> See, I'm willing to say where I previously worked because I don't work there anymore. Yeah. But like, you have worked at the same place for like four years. <laughs> has it actually been since like 2018? Or, like, 2017. When did you start working there? I think 2019. Oh, three years. Wow. You worked up the ranks quickly, boy. <laughs> I am the ranks. <laughs> I am the ranks. Alright, so, you want to start? You want me to start? Oh, uh, yeah, and... let's let's go. So, the other day, there was uh, someone who uh, shib all over the bathroom floor. <laughs> shib. Um, I didn't clean it up. Someone else volunteered. Volunteered? Oh, poor soul. <laughs> yep. Poor soul. They needed a lot more than blue gloves. Uh, they needed a lot more than just gloves to clean that shit off. That was, was nasty. There was... The fact that nobody pointed it out but until someone walked down to the bathroom and smelt it was just insane. Speaking of... Can I say it? Or, like, do I, do I have to be vague about it? What? Like where you work? Fast food chain. Fast. Okay, so there's a fat. There's a fast food. There's a separate store of your fast food chain in a town close by that apparently had a sewage backup. So like, but like no one called it in. So people were walking around in sewage. And like. No, that that sounds like something they do. And it's. Like, pe like, people would still go in to order the food. People would still be in the back cooking the food. Like, how the fuck can America. you do? America, America, like all the time. Our, um, our, uh, like our drains in the floor to like drain the water and shit clog up all the time, and all that shit comes up and it smells. And we just have to leave it there until someone comes in and fixes it. Oh my god, that's disgusting. That's filthy. Disgusting. Um, also, this other thing happened recently. There was a dude who came in to fix a machine, but I didn't know it was broken. Like, I didn't hear anything about it. So he asked me what was wrong. I'm like, I don't know. I didn't know about it. And, like, a couple hours pass. He's working on it. He doesn't see anything wrong. He finally contacts the, you know, the people who sent him out, his company, right? Mm -hmm. And, um... It turns out that they sent him to the wrong store. Oh, poor bastard. And it was like another hour long. It was another hour away drive. Oh my god. So like, the 
poor guy. Rip. <laughs> yeah, Rip. I feel bad for him. Yeah, yeah Christ. So, okay. I don't know if I should go by, like, the order of when I had my jobs, or just, like, order of interesting things that happened. Or, like, amount of interesting things that happened at each place. Just start laying it out. So, okay. I used to work at Walmart. I don't anymore. Walmart fucking sucked. <laughs> so, there's a bunch of different jobs at Walmart, but because I was still in school, I couldn't, like, do a lot of, like, unloading. I... I wasn't old enough to do a lot of that stuff. So they had me as register slash cart. But after a couple of days on the register, I actually hated it. So I became cart fully. And cart, like, was fine. I walked around, put carts on a machine, and brought them in. But one of my first days, it was, like, night. And it was on my break, and there was this... Two girls that drove up on the side because, like, I technically you can have your brakes inside, outside doesn't really matter. Basically, Walmart was like, "Do your job, <laughs> you're done." And that's basically it. But I was outside. It was a nice night, and there was these two girls that came up in a van, and the one on the right side had a dildo. It was like waving it at me and like laughing hysterically, and then they drove off. And that kind of ruined my night. <laughs> that kind of ruined my night. Like, why? Why? What was the point of that? That's all I gotta say. What was the point of that? What was the point of that? It reminds me of one time I walked into Walmart down the kids' aisle. I wanted to go look at the Legos, but there was a turd down the aisle. <laughs> and my mom, or I don't remember, it was either my mom or my dad were like, nope, we're not going down there. Nope. Uh-uh. Fuck away. Walmart's the only place where you can shit on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> and no one gets in trouble. Just right there. Just like that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> the bathroom's not that far away. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. These people are insane. <laughs> These kids are vile. It was probably like a six-year-old who couldn't hold it in. But instead of just like, you know... He's just too <laughs> awestruck by the bionicles. <laughs> Shits himself. And the mom just like, you know what? Just don't break it up. It's fine. We'll, we'll leave. And then just like, no, he wandered off on his own to look at the bionics. <laughs> oh my fucking god. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of, 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 of Walmart, I got a bunch of these. There was one time where. It was, it was night again, and there was this couple that was in this car, and, like, the they, their car was right next to, like, the cart area where you pull the carts from to bring them back inside. So I went next to them to grab the carts, and I saw them totally fucking, <laughs> they were totally going at it. And, like, I kept doing my job, but I'd always, like, turn, and, like, you just see steam <laughs> all over the car, like, oh, you know what they're doing. And it took them, like, 20 minutes, and then they finally got out and went inside. I'm like, bro, they actually did it. That's crazy. But the wildest part is that when I was grabbing the carts or whatever, like, I, I turned in for, like, two seconds to see him, but he made eye contact with me back. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't do that. I'd 
that'd be kind of awkward, I think. <laughs> nah, I think that would be like straight from a sitcom or something. You know? Straight from a Marvel movie. <laughs> oh, what are you doing in there? Yeah, just knock him. Into, uh, what are you doing in there? <laughs> sitcom oh, laugh guys. Intensifies oh, like just, oh my god. Uh, I hit a car on accident. <laughs> so like, like technically you were only supposed to have ten, but because it got so busy, especially on weekends, it'd be nearly impossible to keep up if you only brought in ten at a time. So people would bring in like thirty or forty at a time. There was someone that did like eighty. Like people, like holy, I didn't think I wouldn't think that place is that busy. <laughs> and they, like, I had like forty, and the strategy is to like wiggle them back and forth so they don't just stick in like a curve and like slide because that's a really big possibility. So I was moving them, and I was so close to the edge to like the gate, right? But the back. And the machine that was pulling him scraped right up against the car. And, like, I didn't hear it, so I kept going. But the woman who the car belonged to came out as it happened. So she's like, I'm sorry, what the fuck did you just do? And I'm, I got, like, super scared and stuff because, like, I didn't realize it. So, like, I had to do, like, an accident report or whatever. I'm like, yo, I can pay for this. I'm sorry. And she's like, no, I've got kids that, like, throw rocks my car you're fine so i'm like okay like she let it on to be like she was like really intimidating but like she was cool in the end but yeah i accidentally hit a car anyway your turn um one time there was a co-worker who ran over his mom because he was high attempted to Um, what was this like at the store I was not at the store. Okay. But there was another time where I was on my break, and there was a lady who was sitting in lobby, and she decided to fake having a stroke, I think. It was either a stroke or a seizure. I couldn't really tell. But, yeah, we had to call the police and everything. Why would she fake it? I don't know. <laughs> I literally have... I... I, I I, okay, this might be a stretch, but I think it was because we told her that we weren't serving breakfast anymore. America. And, and then we, then we called, yeah, then we had to call the, not the police, but you know, the, we oh, called the, the ambulance? Ambulance, but she was fine. And then a cop came and talked to her, us and they were like, yeah, she does this all the time. What? <laughs> Whiny much? Um, See, I'm pissed that they don't have their bacon, egg, cheese, bagels anymore, but I'm not fake stroking out of here. You know, I honestly, I've gotten a mouth on me a lot lately. I've, uh, I've been, I've been yelling back at managers a lot lately, at, uh, customers a lot lately. Good. (laughs) Like, I haven't gotten in trouble with it because I've been careful with what I've been saying. It's just basically just been like, well, if you don't want to wait for your food, then just don't come here then. Ooh. And, and then they just get pissed and then they report me and tell, tell the peop- 
tell the higher ups that I started cussing at them. I'm like, okay, yeah, okay, buddy. Okay. Or there was the one time I yelled at, a, at the old guy for uh, harassing, uh, sexually harassing younger girls that worked there. He even he even talked to like literally like eight year olds that were sitting outside. Like it, ew, no, that's not okay. No, not okay. Old people, you don't deserve anything. That's not true. But you don't deserve that. Mm. You don't deserve to do that. Nothing really extreme happens anymore, probably because I'm higher up now, and I just don't notice, and I have to deal with it. <laughs> Plus, I just forget about everything within like a day. <laughs> I literally don't remember what I did. What I did yesterday. Did I you work just... yesterday? Yeah, I did. What you? Do? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't remember. How many times is the ice cream? Ice cream machine breaks all the time. <laughs> so the meme is true? No. Oh damn. Well, because, so here's a little insider secret. You have to keep it, like, fill it at the exact level for a certain amount of hours. Otherwise, it'll go into freezer lock. Okay. And you'll have to dump the whole thing out and then keep it at a certain temperature exact in order for it to come out of freezer lock. Damn. So it's like complete bullshit, and the manufacturers are like awful. Oh, like especially like, do the people that manufacture it come fix it, or do they get separate people to do that? I think. Can you get it yeah. out of freezer lock yourself, or do you have to get someone? Yeah, you else can to get it out of freezer lock yourself. But if it's like actually broken, like I don't know, like there's a piece missing or the piece is broke, yeah, you have to go call. Sample. But like. I know this is giving it away, but I know Matt Pat made a video on it a, a while ago. How like there's a code on every single machine? It's like no, ours does not have a fucking code on it. Nice. That the Matt Pat has to lies. put in. So like no, your theory is debunked by me, <laughs> manager of McDonald's. Oh yeah. Oh god. Maybe more. It's just, it's just gotten to the point of me working there where it's just like, I just don't remember anything. Well, I mean, it's been three years. It's hard to probably remember every day you work there. I, I, but it's gotten to the point where I don't even remember what happened yesterday. <laughs> Your mind is becoming mush. <laughs> yeah, my mind is mush. <laughs> so, that was my Walmart job. But before that, I worked at a American Legion if you don't know what that is, it's like a it's like a restaurant bar hub area that's known for like promoting and celebrating veterans and stuff. Which is like not a bad thing, but the people it attracts are probably less than pleasurable, to be honest. <laughs> there there I caught some people seeing some wacky shit there. Like someone there was a like a man and a woman at separate tables that were getting into an argument and the dude brought up his pee pee for like no reason oh she was like you probably have a small dick and he's like yeah say say that to my 12 inches i'm like okay okay what <laughs> sorry bud That's and people awesome. constantly played the song like six fuck what's it called six seven five eight oh nine or the fuck? Nine, six, seven, five, six, seven, five, eight, oh, nine. Right? That's the song. 
It's something like that, but they play that same song constantly. Also, they played country music, and that shit sucks. <laughs> that shit sucks so much. I'm getting drunk on your mom. Ooh, got Banging babes, driving a tractor, look at my cool pickup truck. I'm getting drunk right now. I have a dog. <laughs> I have a dog. <laughs> I hate cats, I shoot them all. What? So, okay. Uh, if you hate cats, you've never had a cat. Change my mind. <laughs> got him. <laughs> well, my dad had a cat. Yeah. When I was a kid. But he hated it, so he dropped it <laughs> off at the side of the road and just left it there. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> he didn't bring it anywhere? He's like, no, I just left it on the side of a road. I'm like, no, wait, no, that's not true. He picked it up off the side of the road. The cat just disappeared. Oh, the cat just disappeared. Okay, no, I, I got that so, confused. I was going to say, because my, my dad's friend, he dropped, he dropped the cat off off the side of the road. And you know what ended up happening? The cat, the cat found its way back home. How far away did he go? That's a good question. <laughs> oh my god. My cats apparently have a sixth sense where they just like remember everything. So they're just like <laughs> go. <laughs> it's like the follow me. You know, like, yeah, I'm attacking. Oh my god. It's like um 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 You know that movie where it's like the two dogs and a cat and like their parents accidentally leave them somewhere and they have to get back? But they like go through nature and stuff. And in the first movie, they go on like a waterfall or something, and one of them nearly dies. But they like make it back. I forgot the name, but I watched it as a kid. It's like that. <laughs> I just remember Milo and Otis, which is the same where the where the dog pushes the cat into the river, but then it realizes it made a mistake and jumps in the river with it. And they go on a long journey for years to get back to the barn. Years. 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 <laughs> And they mate with wild animals. What? Squeeze. Yes, there's a wild pug now. <laughs> Pugs and are wild. Finally, make it back when they're old and crusty. <laughs> My load of Nice. So, like, I, I my first girlfriend was from that first job. Like, it didn't last long because the communication was bad, you know. Then I was like 15. <laughs> but like, it's been like two years since I've like seen or talked to this person. But now she works at my new job. <laughs> we have not spoken, and I plan to keep it that way. I plan to keep it that way. Was <laughs> too much on another thing is that. Uh, I brought this up to you and a couple of our friends before, but there was this woman that was like 20, and I was like 15, or 16, depending on when, I think I was 16 then at the time, but there's this 20-year-old that was always horny, like she, <laughs> like, like, she brought up like sucking someone but like 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 someone doing it to her like how do you do that and then like she actually started going into detail and like please stop telling me i don't want to hear that but like she kept going and then some like epic chat had to come and it's like fucking stop you know that's illegal right <laughs> she just like ended up stopping at the end like she was nuts <laughs> like holy shit it's not a joke <laughs> details like the 
texture. No, like, she just, like, she got about, like, three sentences in, but, like, I just kept saying, don't tell me, stop, 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 and then, like, the dude, his his name was Frank, and he had, like, an epic beard, and he came in and was, like, stop, and, like, I would literally talk to him for, like, hours, dude, he was so chill, and he was, like, a chad. That's all I gotta say. He was a chad. Ten years from now. <laughs> chad. I actually have his numbers. Bro. You can call him right now. Yeah, call him. <laughs> Want to play Among Us? <laughs> play Among Us. Hi, it's the the guy from like two years ago from the place you work. Yo, you wanna play Among Us? <laughs> play Among Us. I'm gonna get on. Play some Fortnite duos. <laughs> For God's sake. That's so popular. No, maybe amongst children. Oh, and there was also another time where she was telling us, the crew that did, because I was kitchen, I was too old to like serve or whatever, so I was in the kitchen making stuff, and she told us how she can't use condoms for some godforsaken reason, and like I was just trying to do my job, <laughs> but like I just kept overhearing it because she's like loud, and I just like overheard everything, and I'm like, why? Are you saying this at a job? Do your job, please. <laughs> Do your job, please. <laughs> These people are insane. This is why you should not work. <laughs> you should be a freelance anarchist. Anarchist <laughs> society. Society. Oh, that's cool. But like. Looking at the British flag, you weird. <laughs> British. Do you have any more? No, because I got. I can think of. I've got like two quick more. So after Walmart, I worked the summer at an irrigation place, and if you don't know what that is, it's sprinkler systems, or just like working with like water stuff. And there would be like days where I'd work like thirteen hours. I'd get there before 7, and I'd be back home at, like, 7.30. Like, holy fuck. <laughs> like, there were some rough days. But, like, it was... Like, I made bank. I made so much fucking money from that. And then I had to immediately spend it on a car repair that took $2,000. $2,000. But, like, they, they were cool people. And I end up talking to my boss still sometimes from that place. Because he's cool. You still have his number? I do so. And, like, he and his wife run it, so I still have his wife's number, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, then I didn't work senior year because, you know, mental health stuff. And then, I started working in the summer, like, right away. And it's going to be this, like, food production place. But the first two days I was there, I had, like, crippling panic attacks. So I quit after two days. So that's fun. That's <laughs> fun. But now I'm at this new job, and it, it's fun. And I like it. Until you get shot. Don't say that. Made any friends yet? At this new place? No. Yes. Uh, I mean, I like talking to people there, but I, I haven't made, like, 
haven't like gotten a person's number and we just like chat casually and all like ah, that hasn't happened yet. Okay, so now, do you want to do the Oscars or do you want to do work stories? Not not work stories, like video game slash movie ideas. Gaming. Yeah. Let's go, baby. Gaming. Okay. So, I came up with this randomly because I found like a bunch of old notes I took. Yeah. When I was like fourteen, of like games and stuff. So now I kind of want to talk. Yeah. So what about you? Go for it. Me? No. Oh, yeah. I, I have a bunch of shit, too, I wrote down. Well, a, a lot of it I didn't write down, but the shit that I really, really liked that I... I wrote down shit. everything. Even if it fucking but, sucked, I wrote down everything. Even shit that I did in Legos. Oh, you I'm wrote like, that? this shit's fucking a masterpiece. Masterpiece. <laughs> like, no joke. Like, I still think about one that I, I'm going to defend to this day. is just, like... If Disney would just buy my idea and make it the 12-episode Star Wars saga that I created in my head, I swear, that would be an instant $50 billion right there. Damn. <laughs> I swear. See, I, I have, like, both. Because, like, I've gotten to a point where, like, I know what I want to make if I end up making movies. It's just, like, whether I actually get to do it or not, sort of. Like, I've come up with a bunch of random shit. Like, when I look, when I was, like, 10, I have so many, like, superheroes that I'd, like, never be able to get to make. Because, you know, my, yeah. like, business shit. I had a fucking cinematic universe in my head. Cinema. <laughs> Scorsese. Cinema. <laughs> but, like, I have more movie ideas than video game ideas, to be fair. But, like, my favorite... I have, like, three, like, sci-fi universes for, like, video games that all tackle, like, different genres. So one's called Eye of the Cloak. It's a first-person shooter about aliens invading Earth and us, like, going to fight them. But, like, different alien species exist. So it's like Halo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Halo. Like Halo. <laughs> Except, no, it's just, it's just Halo. <laughs> but it's not set in, like, the future future. It's like set in like the like like twenty years from now. And then I've one called The Sentinels. It's a it's this is once like set like a thousand years in the future. It's about like humanity after like a really long war. And basically like humanity fits into like different tribes, but like they have giant fighting mech gods that battle oh, yeah. each other. Yeah. And basically, the gameplay for this one is like a strategy game, basically. Because you have a certain amount of energy that you can use for, like, different hits. But you also have to, like, dodge their attacks. So it's like a resource management strategy game, sort of. But it's also, like, it's not an RPG. But there'd be, like, a lot of, like, like Guardians of the Galaxy 2021, to be honest. It'd be, like, a lot of, like, character dialogue. And the stories about, like, the smaller, like, oppressed tribes rising up. Crazy. Unique. <laughs> but, like, I came up with a bunch of lore for these. Like, I have the cloak. I've got, like, like a 20-game universe that I set up for it. It's, so, like, each game set at a different point with, like, different storylines. It's, so, like, one of them's, like, a jailbreak. 
what? game <laughs> that's like, like a giant space jail where like humans are put by aliens. So basically like a POW camp. But like they end up breaking out and like going to war on this giant space, like like jail base. There's one like where it's like the initial days of the aliens invading. So it's like a survival horror game, basically, where you're trying not to get fucking obliterated by, like, aliens and shit. And then there's, like, all of them are, like, first-person shooters, but you also have vehicles. So it's Halo. <laughs> so it's Halo. Okay, so, yeah, you, you just did Halo I, I before did you Halo. played Halo? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. It's interesting. But, yeah, and then the Sentinels, I don't have as many. It's, like, six games but like i made franchises out of these <laughs> but the one that was the most dense with lore was the game series that i'd still want to make but it'd probably take so long it's it's called tsunami isles think final fantasy mixed with monster hunter and that's what you're getting <laughs> monster hunter well, Monster Hunter's not in technically an RPG. It's more like I mean, it has an MMO, so like. Well, I'm thinking more like world, not like previous ones. I'm thinking like the ones where it's like hour long boss fights. Yeah. So basically an MMO, kind of, yeah. Like, like, yeah but like, yeah. I'm thinking more in terms of like scale and like resources to like build up your skill set so, and stuff. Oh. So would it be like a Dragon's Dogma where you can like actually climb onto the bosses and like fucking stab them and shit? Yeah, you can do that. So like the, <laughs> yeah, you can you do that. Too. Yeah. So the game, it, the lore that I came up for this shit so fucking dense. I'm not even gonna try and start it. But basically, the first game, the thing that sets you in, right? There's a small cluster of islands that resurface in the southern Pacific. And two groups of people try to claim the island, right? There's the the, the cash, money-hungry, like, tourist, like, casino hotel businesses that are like, go to this new island! And they build, like, a bunch of hotels and stuff. And then the second group of people are, like, the scientists and, like, the military crowd that are like, I'm sorry, there are new islands that we didn't know about. Um, let's go fucking track this shit down. So they, there's like a tiny, it's not like a massive volcano, but there's like a tiny volcano that like they have like a base built out of. And basically they're, they're testing new technologies from like the extremely rare metals they find on this island. And basically the plot is the tourist like businesses are like, okay, we want to test this out. We're going to have a test run. So we're going to have a group of like 90 people try out our hotels. And they basically select random people from across the United States. And basically these 90 people show up for this like exclusive like test of these like hotels and stuff to like sort of like get the ratings to like the hotel people and like see what they can change and add for like business purposes. But what they don't realize is that along with these new islands, there are new unknown creatures that also come up with them that were hiding for a bit. So giant fucking crabs. There's like 
giant, like, it's basically just, like, giant creatures that already exist. It's, like, crabs the size of, like, your bed that are just massive and are, like, trying to fucking tear people to shreds. There's, like, giant vultures that, like, roam the skies. But basically, the game is, like, also in, sort of inspired by, like, Dead Island, because, like, hotel, islandy style. Wait, you were going to say something. I'm getting more Resident Evil vibes with the corporation doing experiments and then the military people come. I know they're also with Umbrella, but, like, they come in and they're like, what the hell's going on here? And they have to, like, clean it up. Sure. Clean up the mess, kind of. Sort of. Because, like, the military corporations don't really matter much in the second half of this game. But basically, without spoilers, where the Final Fantasy element kicks in is like it's a smaller story where it's like yeah. you just start off, it. you follow three main characters that are best friends that go on this trip, like a trip of a lifetime, and then they get fucking stranded on this island, and they're like, uh-oh, now we don't know what to do, and we have to survive. Where the Monster Hunter element kicks in is because you can craft hundreds of weapons, hundreds of different vehicles. Basically, the game is like, go nuts, the game. That's basically in this <laughs> Go nuts. So, like, there's a giant, like, like index where you can just, like, oh, I want to build, like, like, like an oil, like a, like a palm oil powered, like, buggy. How do I do that? And the island will have all the resources that you want. You can go exploring, battle different like creatures, and basically build all the vehicles you want and shit. And sort of just go nuts and do whatever you want. But where the the, the story element of Final Fantasy is, it goes from small story to fucking gods, basically. Yeah. So like along with the island, there's a there's a small there's like a bunch of like hidden Easter eggs that you can find. For those 100 percenters, they, there's going to be a lot for them. And, like, different kinds of, like, tablets they can find. And they have to, like, basically learn a new language to be able to read them. And, basically, what happens second half of this game is a portal opens up in this old temple. Basically, a people a thousand years in the past try and save themselves from destruction, go to the present to try and live but they're trying to live also in the present so they go to war in the present and the past see this is where that shit gets <laughs> wacky i won't go into too much detail but basically the sequels and the spin-offs and the prequels i made a lot for this game but they all get fucking kooky because the lore basically gets to the point where like gods created the universe and one of them named javi is basically like the epitome of evil so he's constantly trying to like create new diseases or like create like elaborate plans to kill off humanity and basically like these other gods keep trying to like stop him but it like never works because he constantly has like 30 plans up his sleeve that he's just like sprinkling throughout the planet he's the reason that, like, a bunch of wars happened, right? Like, the Crusaders, like, way back in the day, their motives were completely different because of Javi. Like, I basically changed up all of human history for this shit. 
fuck is going on anymore? <laughs> yeah, see, you lost me at the time portal opening up. I'm like, see, this is what I meant by Monster Hunter meet Final Fantasy. <laughs> like a Final Fantasy. Because, like, shit gets wacky. Because even yeah. though you have, like, the whole story is, like, your three central characters basically getting thrust into this giant, elaborate plot that is, like, too heady for them to understand. Well, your three central characters and then your one Giga-Chad character who's truly the protagonist, Barrett. Yes, I will have Barrett in this game. And I have, like, a bunch of more other games, but those are, like, the three that I'd want to make if I could make one. You know? Again, I do have more. And we could get into it later. But I don't want you to hop into your video game idea stuff. Well, there was, there was one... Well, there's one that's smaller, but I never really put that much thought into it. But um, it was... Um, I, I, it, it came across to me while I was playing, like, Tomb Raider. Like, the reboot. Oh, like, like the first one? Yeah, like the, the first one. Okay. And I was like, what if they, like, did this... Like third person or first person, whatever. Because, you know, she gets stranded on an island. I, that's the only thing I wanted to borrow. But, like, you're on an island and you have to survive. And there's also, like, it's like alien isolation where there's, like, a monster chasing you in the, oh, sure. on the island. But yeah. you also have to craft shit and build shit at the same time. But this time. It's not. It's not. It's not multiplayer. It's just a single player game. Wait, for... Alien Isolation is multiplayer? Oh uh, no, I was just making fun of the fact how every survival horror game is. Oh, multiplayer. multiplayer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just you isolated on an island, trying to survive from this monster, trying to get off the island. That sounds fun. But it's like a super. It's it, the reason why it's Alien Isolation is because of the super smart AI. So you get fucked over. Mm -hmm. Maybe make it a roguelike too. Oh, so the map constantly changes? Yeah, then you have to start all over again. The map changes. That'd be frustrating. <laughs> yeah, Because the speedrunners get fucked. <laughs> that would be perfect. <laughs> perfect. Then there's one I, I started with a friend a long time ago. It was um, it was hard to come up with a name, but we, we did it. We were coming up with the idea on a bus, and I literally just looked over and saw a dead end sign, and I'm like, let's call it dead end. <laughs> So it's just stuck. Like, it doesn't even matter at this point. It's gone through a bunch of evolutions, but at first, I didn't agree with it. Okay, I'm going to say that. But what he wanted it to be was uh, you're an alien on Earth, made of full metal, you're invincible, you, you can't die in the game, and you wear a mech you're, you're suit, like in Titanfall. What's the point of the mech suit? Where's the stakes? <laughs> you can't die. It's Grand Theft Auto, but you're an alien in a mech suit. So just get a mod of an alien in a mech suit in Grand Theft Auto. But eventually, it changed to the point of... It changed to where... Is like, there a giant lore backstory? Or? No, it's more of gameplay shit. Like okay. It starts off with you crash landing on a planet. It's, like no, it's exactly like No Man's Sky. <laughs> you get on the island, and you have to get off the island, uh, the, the planet. You have to get off the planet, and then there's this whole vast universe that you can explore. You can become a mercenary. You can start your own empire. You can become a trader. You can do all that shit. Which now that I've played a lot of PC games, it's very possible to have your, a very simulated uh, sci-fi game. Um, so you can make it. 
a game called fast. Dead End. <laughs> I don't know where Dead End comes in, but I did come up with some lore a long time ago where the Dead End part is just a spinoff where it turns out that Earth was abandoned because uh, we created a... Uh, we kind of like just left the Earth because we fucked it over by, you know, environmentalism, global warming. Based 10 years old. So we we created, uh, we created, uh, we tried to make plants grow faster, but that made them go super smart. Oh my god, that actually is a plot of a movie idea that I have. Holy shit. Okay, get, okay. Yeah, then they just take over the world, and then there's zombies for some reason. What? But like, it devolves, it's a cure for like cancer or some shit, and it like devolves them. It just it's not they're not zombies, but it devolves them to like cavemen. Oh, like in terms of intelligence. In terms of intelligence, so they're just stupider and they're more you know animalistic, but they only come out at night, which is kind of stupid. But you know whatever. You're only stupid at night. <laughs> you're only stupid. At night. <laughs> so it's like you have a family and you're like perfectly fine. It's like all right, hon, I'm going out for the night. And then you just walk out, and you just become an animal. You come back. <laughs> you come back at eight o'clock in the morning, like I don't back from work. I don't back from work. <laughs> uh, have the humans that expanded to the outer uh, galaxy returned yet? Nope, <laughs> they left us here again. Oh, whoopsie. we're still here. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, that was so is it is it more like it's it's game like what's the gameplay like? Because uh, I guess I never got into the gameplay of like tsunami. I never talked about the sci-fi, like the, the survival plant leaving Earth, but you get the, the simulation would have been a first-person shooter, you know. You're going around doing tasks, fighting bosses, and you're trying to take down the big empire. That's your main goal, which is pretty much Mountain Blade, you know, the Mountain Blade games now that I think about it, where there's, like, these different kingdoms. You need The main goal, the goal of the game is what you want the goal of the game to be, but pretty much if you want to beat the game, it's the take over everything, but... Become God. <laughs> yeah, become God. Now now that I think about it, it's a very possible game with today's technology. Just don't expect it to have the best graphics in the in the world. No. Well, like... So, okay, so, like, I'll, I'll backtrack a little bit. So, like, Tsunami Isles is third person. It's, it's literally like Final Fantasy VII Remake, the more I think about it. It's very anime, too. <laughs> it's not anime. It's American. It's American. <laughs> well, like, it's it's third person, and you can like toggle between like different weapons, and you can like tag team with like your like one of the two allies you have, and like the f- Monster Hunter rise or, or Monster Hunter like world and rise elements are like, or like even like bunch of other games. So just use Monster Hunter as, like, for scale reasons, but, like, you can build a bunch of different vehicles to traverse. So, like, I imagine you can build, like, a little, like, wooden, like, spider thing that can, like, crawl on walls. But, like, also, also, it's, like, Battlefield, where everything's destructible. Well, Battlefield is even almost, though. <laughs> well, I'm saying, like, everything, because, like, you have to cut down trees to get resources for stuff. And, like, the temple, or whatever, like, you can destroy chunks of it. It's because, like, you have to, like, to get, like, all the codex shit for the 100 percenters or whatever. Oh, like, there's, like, codexes hiding behind, like, walls and shit. Yeah, Yeah, and there's also, like, and, like, some, like... So, 
It's like it's like it's like it's like Zelda. A little bit. Like where you just have to like blindly just burn trees down and shit, or just break walls to just find the secrets like that. Yeah, th- there's not clues to tell you where the okay. fuck it is. I like that. Then. Yeah. So yeah. like, especially because like the story missions, yeah, it'll tell you what to do. But like, in terms of like exploration, it doesn't tell you shit. So like side quests, you stumble upon them. Like, all the different other people that are stranded with you. Because it's not just the three main characters. You were there with a bunch of other people. But basically, the main goal, the first half, is to rebuild the yacht you came in on to leave. Okay, yeah. Like Tomb Raider, the game, yeah. Yeah, but then the second half is, you know, defeat an... Uh, a, 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 well, not a god, it's... Huh. You know what, now that I think about this, <laughs> this game is just pretty much the Tomb Raider. The game I'm pitching. <laughs> the first one, yeah. Well, the they second. On an island, and then they, she ends up fighting a god at the end. Well, you're not fighting a god. You're fighting <laughs> an emperor that used to live on this island in the past. And basically, for explanatory purposes, there were seven empires that ruled the 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 cluster of islands. And basically, they each represented a god that created Earth, basically. It's like Javi, who is the villainous god, created, like, one empire that constantly wants to fuck shit up. But, like, they, because they're humans, they don't really connect much. But slowly they figure out, like, there's, like, basically it slowly crumbles. And basically, there's the main trilogy that's playing where you're in the present and there's a trilogy that's set in the past that's sort of like connecting to the main trilogy it's sort of like giving explanation for stuff so like this prequel trilogy it starts off these seven empires are not like in harmony but they're not actively trying to kill each other and it slowly becomes like worse as like shit deteriorates like politically and like i'd assume it'd be like a way more like bright color palette for this trilogy it'd be more like oranges and like bright sunny colors while this like the one set in the present some more like blue and sort of like like dim and there's like a lot of rain well not all, all the time but also dynamic weather effects has to happen. I want lightning to randomly strike and kill something. <laughs> I, like, uh, like in, uh, like in Breath of the Wild, where you can, like, see the storm coming, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> see, this game would take fucking forever to make, though. Especially because, like, I imagine the story wouldn't be, like, that long. But, like, all this, like, there's not even that many side quests. It's more just, like, the exploration to try and figure out what the hell is going on on this island that makes it interesting. The second game allows you to go underwater. It's called The Lost World, I think. Avatar 2. No, The Lost Island, that's what it's called. So the sequel allows you to basically go under the islands, like, all the different tunnel systems. So it's, like, the same map, like, added on to. And it's more, like, deteriorated after the battle with, you know, an empire a thousand years ago. Through a time portal. <laughs> Atlantis. Atlantis. 
but basically the like the, the tunnel systems like have a bunch of different lore bits because there used to be like like a like people that died would be like put out at sea and basically there was a curse that turned them all into like undead fish people <laughs> so basically there were like evil atlanteans like zombie atlanteans and there would be a spin-off book in like a quadrilogy Yes, I even planned off spin-off books and shit. Like, I told you, I got deep into the lore of this, right? Basically, like, it's, like, 2000, and, like, a group of divers come across, like, like a temp, like, the temple on the island, but because everything's underwater, the fish people, just, like, sort of overcame it. So they end up attacking the divers. So it's like Jaws, basically, in this book. They gotta, like, kill these, this, like, fish guy that's chasing them. But it's just one. <laughs> it's just the one. <laughs> it's just one. But, like, in all actuality, there's, like, hundreds of them. Again, I came up with a bunch of shit for this. I could keep going. I should probably stop. Because I came up with stuff, like, thousands of years in the past. And, like, hundreds of years in the future. I came up with bunch of shit. Anyway, what was I on about again? <laughs> uh, sex. <laughs> yeah, sex. We were talking about uh, how you're going to have lots. You were going to make a sex simulator. Yes. Detailed. E-rated. <laughs> E-rated. E-rated. Oh, fuck. Oh. So, okay, do you have any, like, movie or TV show ideas? Well, there was, there was one that I had no idea what to do with until a lot later. But um, it started off as a book. It was uh, it was after I was done play after I played the Fable games for the first time, especially the first one. Fucking love the first one. Um, it uh, I had no idea what to call it at the time. But well, I come up with names for shit pretty quickly. It's actually yeah. concerning. <laughs> I, I I have trouble with names. That's the thing I have trouble with for franchises and shit. Like and um. Even the one I have now is not set in stone for damn sure. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I, like, s started an encyclopedia that I lost where I wrote down all the characters, you know, how tall they were, their color, the weapons they used, and the shape of the weapons. But, basically, it was, like, generic fan. Like, at the time, when I, sixth grade me was, like, this is, like, fucking masterpiece shit right here. But it was um, generic fantasy. Kid has sister and mom and dad basically stealing the beginning plot of the original fable. Evil guys come and murder everyone in that hometown and kill his family right in front of him. But don't kill him for some reason. But don't kill him for some <laughs> reason. <laughs> so don't worry about that. Plot and, reasons. Uh, yeah. Except it was going to have the weird hero shit that Fable has, but it eventually dropped to him just being a mercenary. But now there's, like, no reason for him to do anything. But at some point he runs into the person who killed his sister right in front of him, and it's revealed that... She used magic to project the hologram and fake her death, and the bad guy was actually his sister. 
<laughs> what? This is like the greatest plot twist in history, dude. Sixth grader so this, moment. So this, this, then he has to fight his sister in, like, fucking the void. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, this is a movie idea? No, this was a book. Oh! This was a book at the time. Oh. In the void. The I void. still didn't... I don't... And, yeah. I didn't really... Did do you any- call... Sh- like? See, I'm good with, like, names of, like, projects, but, like, names of characters or names of, like, entities, I can't no. fucking come <laughs> no. up with. The, the main character's name was Jace. Ew. <laughs> Jace. In <laughs> a fantasy setting. It's like a joke between me and you that a character, like, one character in all of my projects <laughs> named Sam. Samuel. <laughs> Samuel. It was just Jace. I f- forgot to mention the part where there's the part where he has to collect all the artifacts to create the magic sword. I think you know where this is, where this is going. But I didn't do anything with this ever until um, until a lot later, until like four years later in high school. We played the uh, we played D and D. I think it was four years later. Uh, yeah, like uh, yeah, yeah. We were when, Whenever we play D and D, yeah, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna take this stupid thing and I'm gonna actually try and do something with it. I set something in the same universe as it, but obviously that D and D campaign was so obscure. I just decided to make it canon by making it a book in the universe. Oh, <laughs> oh, so like the D and so like the book idea you came up with is a book in the D no, universe. No, uh, the Epic Trio is a book in. The- Oh, you you remember Thick Daddy got drunk and she wrote down the the book. It was an over exaggeration of the act. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, if you don't know, I I am Thick Daddy. <laughs> yeah. I play a two hundred and eighty pound, six foot eight tall, chunky, orange haired woman who is a drunk and is a bard and loves singing, and like. The epic trio was what Tyrone. Yeah, Tyrone and <laughs> Ghost. Ghost. Ugh. But yeah, it uh, eventually there was going to be a second one. There was a second one still in story. I remember I, I tried to get you to do like a a, a a third one that was set in the steampunk world. Yeah. I don't know what my obsession was with steampunk, but I kept trying to get you to do it. I mean, like, it was it was a cool idea, but then I realized that everything I was thinking of was a trope. Basically. Yeah. So, it's really hard to do steampunk, in my opinion. But well, I, steampunk is more setting than it is, like... Yeah. It, it's, it's style over substance, to be honest. You have to, you have to inject something for it to be good steampunk. Oh, were you trying to do a second campaign? Yeah, I have I have notes for a second campaign. I d- never went anywhere. I this is where it just literally stops at the beginning. That's it. With you, oh yeah, you switch between the bad guys and the good guys. The main bad guy being Gargantua Balthazar, stole that from you. <laughs> yeah, and then I the, did. the he- Gargantua Balthazar henchman one and Gargantua and Gargantua. Gar- Balthazar Henchman 2. They're just called Henchman 1 and 2. But eventually we did another. We did an it game, which is just basically an interactive choice game that, we're, that we play with just a That we got friends. from a friend. That's improvised. Yeah. And I did that in that universe, except this is actually like what happened with the gods fighting and shit with angel wings. Well, which one? did Was I there for that? 
Yeah, you were there with that. You you were death, remember? You were the elder. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a complicated story. Oh, my God. It was... And, um... Oh, we should come... We should talk about our Discord lore story that we came up with. Discord lore, too, yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. We came up with a bunch of wacky... We were creative individuals. I say were. (laughs) We were creative individuals. And then we did a... Uh, when I was in charge of the narr- narration for that it game for the second time, we had a part two, and then that was when I decided to create an entire fucking timeline. It's not that long, but um, a lot of this is interesting, like stuff I would like to do an it game off of, like how like the humans massacre the elves. I think that would be see. All I remember is I was able to bring back the dead. Yeah, and that like. I was I was a skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, I forgot. Like, cause wasn't it like you killed off everyone at the end? Yeah. But like because like I was selfish. I told you, yo, you shouldn't let me not die because I am death. <laughs> and then like I didn't, or like I did die, but I was like the last one to do so. And like, well, I kind of kept that true, but not really. But yeah, you were the last one to save the day. Yeah. And then like someone else. A friend of ours, Aaron, he was the one last, right? Because he played someone important. Oh, yeah, he was more of the... Imp- I know, I played favorites, yeah, I know. He was more of the main character, yeah. Yeah. There was th- and there was the kid that turned into the dragon. Oh, yeah, that was random. <laughs> yeah, who ended up becoming essential to the entire timeline. And didn't you have the trio in this one? Because wasn't it, like, in the third act, the trio showed up to help? That was... That was the that was the second part. That was the second one we did, yeah. Where the trio showed up and helped, and then they all fucking died, but then I decanonized because I thought that was stupid. Sure. So. So you actually have, like, an entire lore? I have an entire fucking timeline here. See, at least you're organized. With my tsunami... Yeah, I with my, like, tsunami idols lore, I had, like, one page... That I wrote down all of, like the different games and like spin-offs and like even like the fucking books and TV shows I wanted to make off of it. And like I just basically came up with like an idea for one and I'd expand it as I got into it. It's like I know the most about the first one, but I know everything about all of the projects I'd want to do for that. I lost that page. I can't find it anymore. So I'm gonna actually fucking forget some of it. And I'm really pissed. <laughs> I know for this fantasy, what I decided to do, it wasn't until later, like, when I was nearing the end, where I'm like, I'm not going to come up with the ideas, I'm just going to come up with the outlines, because I want it to be more player. Oh, player-focused. Player-focused on dictating what happens throughout the timeline. Like, I think for this, I'm just going to keep it for D&D and shit, if we ever ever decide to do it again. You want to do all of that in one? Oh, no, like, <laughs> do, do that like in this universe, if we ever do D&D, oh, okay. and I'm uh, in charge again. This is what I'll basically always use. Sure. And then I even have a fucking encyclopedia that I created with pictures, and their date time. This was Dallas's character. Who? Who's? Yeah, that was Dallas's character. Uh, oh. Which one was my theory sphere? I think we'll get to that. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> it's I remember me. this was a gentleman skeleton, but then you're still alive at the end. I know this is kind of cringe, the keeper's death in his true form, but I like the idea of how um, uh, death is like not as powerful in the mortal plane as he is in his own plane, where he's like. Oh, because yeah, like the final battle. Who did we fight? What was the villain? Because there was like a threat that like someone in our group played that constantly tried to fucking murder us, and like. He would just come up with the most wacky shit, and we're like, no, that's dumb. The hunter, don't allow that, don't allow that. I think it was, I think it was the, was it Dallas? Who did he play? Wait, you're talking about the person who was fighting against you guys? Yeah, who was the villain? Yeah, that was Dallas. Well, he was one of the villains, because this was the bad guy. Of Ordo. Oh, yeah! The The guy that wanted to have peace amongst like everyone so like he forced peace by killing everything because well because 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 mortals and hu- mortals and gods don't belong to be in the same plane together so he's like I'm just going to kill all of you in your mortal forms because if I kill you in your mortal forms you can't be come back in your mortal forms but you'd still be alive as a god yeah but then he tried to he killed us off as gods though he got to that point I remember in the story because he killed off the <laughs> gods of fire for gods because <laughs> like you had fire and water that were related also wasn't our mother in the lore the one that created us and that thing no uh the mother created you guys and you guys created this guy to beat her because she's chaos and he's order and I know. <laughs> and then we fucked it up because that thing tried to kill us. Yeah, because... I could see this is a really shitty Netflix show. <laughs> yeah, I could too. <laughs> but like a really high-budget shitty Netflix that, that's show. That's why I think if, if, if we ever go back to it, I just want to do the Epic Trio too. <laughs> the Epic Trio. Except so that, not that one got so dumb. Because like the, the, the story was, we are trying to help a kid find a rock. Yep. <laughs> but we go on a sprawling adventure across this island nation. Or like this continent. Oh, what? Oh, I, yeah, I fucking remember now. I was going to make the second one the actual true story. Oh, so it's not over-exaggerated? So it's not over-exaggerated. But it still kind of has that humor, but it's not like a stupid fucking pet rock. It's the Philosopher's Stone. <laughs> Philosopher's Stone. <laughs> Tyrone. Oh my god. You put down chicken next to black? Oh my fucking god. <laughs> no, because that was in the... Dis- I, still, I still have the papers for their characters. You do? Yeah. Oh my god, it's like three years old! Yeah, I do. I do. Holy shit. I still have that shit. Might be in my back. Oh my god, do you remember Orange Haired Kid of Doom? Yep, I still have that paper. You do? Dude, we should do a rating of it, like, right now. Oh, my God. Okay, hold on, hold on. All right, I'll give context while you go find it. Okay, so, basically, Orange-Haired Kid of Doom was this idea we came up with when we were, like, bored in choir class. So, we're like, what if there's this kid? And he was fat, and he had orange hair. But, like, the idea got so dense 
Like, <laughs> just a bunch of random shit. Oh, see, you wrote down all... No, that's... that's yeah, I wrote down all the... Oh, yeah, I wrote down all the songs that I, as a bard, would sing. But, like, I got too scared to sing it in front of you guys, so I just had it there. So, I, I found the, the character sheets for the D&D. Like, Ghost is pretty, pretty okay. Like, speak Latin. It's not in this universe. But <laughs> oh, very good traitor in a spell with an <laughs> Change his face and body composition. Glad he never used that in the actual story. Holy shit. So he's like a shapeshifter? Yeah, and there's Tyrone. I'm not gonna get into this one. Is it this really one racist? Just... Oh my god. This one's, just... this one's bad. Oh my god. Yeah. Ninth speak, grader humor. Speak KFC and watermelon. Holy fucking shit. We did not create this character. This was someone else's character. I want to state that. <laughs> yeah, no, kind of racist. I, I think yours is pretty funny, though. How you have seven charisma. Or, like, your uh, proficiencies in languages knows all sex positions. <laughs> <laughs> knows English and Nigerian. No shit, no English. <laughs> no Nigerian. Maybe the inventory is some dirty water. <laughs> Wait, I didn't even put like a bard's instrument. It's some dirty water. <laughs> you have punch, you can sing, you can charm, and you have belly flop. <laughs> <laughs> belly flop. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh fuck. You have really good investigation skills. And then you're just I like, couldn't investigate my way out of getting sexually assaulted in a back alley. <laughs> you could have used your investigation <laughs> skills for that. <laughs> How do I investigate my way out <laughs> Okay. Oh my god. So, like, my character <laughs> was, like, trying to seduce a king or something. Then the king started like basically raping me. That's not funny, but like the like our crew kept rolling the dice and kept fucking up, so like they couldn't stop them. So like, I basically just became a victim because the dice were pieces of shit. That was a good game. Oh, also except for when the shit happened later. Yeah, that's kind of funny that you bring that up, because in the D&D contract, if you leave the game without permission, you're confiscated with 2,000 gold and three magical artifacts. What? <laughs> anyways. Oh, yeah. Oh, that fucker made a contract. I forgot about that. Anyways. Uh, Does this the... look good? This is, like, fucking stupid. You look like a gamer. Thank you. Because <laughs> I gotta, like, figure out a way for it to not... Like that. Like samurai. <laughs> Well, because I have to put a hairnet on because I'm finally doing kitchen stuff tomorrow. Oh. Okay. But, like, I gotta. I don't know how to make a bun. So. I don't know how to make a bun either. Well, you, you don't have hair. I can tell you. I, I mean, your hair's hair. going out on the sides, but your top keeps reducing backwards. Make two buns. Two buns. My mom tried to teach me, but, like, she ended up just doing the bun for me, so I seriously don't know how to make one. Mom moment. Mom moment. <laughs> Anyway, we were talking about Orange-Haired Kid of Doom. 
So, oh, yeah, I still got the papers. It says top secret. You see, a lot of it is... I remember I looked at this a bit ago, and it was really improper grammar. Are you ready? Oh, we're going to go through all of it. All right, it's script reading. So, here, so picture this. Fat orange-haired... Oh, it's just called orange-haired kid of doom. Well, it's not called fat orange-haired kid? I think I prefer orange-haired kid of doom. Because I think fat is a bit too on the nose. It's kind of mean, but yeah. yeah. And, all right, so... It opens with children in the auditor in an auditorium in school. They get they get title. They get locked in by a seventeen year old guy with a mullet. I expect him to have like a like a denim jacket. He's <laughs> <laughs> got like a pedo stash. Yeah, like a he pedo can't stash. maybe a headband too. <laughs> yeah, he can't grow one in yet, so it's like really patchy and gross. Much, yeah, like a bully in the nineties movie. Yeah, like a star in the nineties movie. Yeah. Then the Camera. So yeah, we even came up with like camera shots and stuff for yeah, this. Camera moves to the orange-haired kid. Oh, so it, the kids are screaming in the bathroom, and the, they're they're screaming in the auditorium. And then that screen cuts to orange-haired kid on the toilet, <laughs> <laughs> screaming, trying to get a taking a crap. <laughs> Orange-haired kid walks into the auditorium, but it's locked. Uh, kids ask for him to find the key. Orange-haired kid sneaks through the ventilation system to get to the principal's office. Finds the key, but he bites bites down to it and causes it to bend because he thinks it's chocolate. <laughs> like one of those, like a like a gold coin, you know, it's, wrapped in the yeah, it's a chocolate gold. wrapped in gold foil. Basically, yeah, like, uh, it's like oh, it tastes like. Shh. Um, and he runs back to the auditorium, says he couldn't find the key, <laughs> and we even have some dialogue here. Hmm, there was this movie called Ant-Man. The Titanic Door! Or, oh, yeah! <laughs> Orange-haired kid breaks open a car door. <laughs> wait, what? Oh, yeah, then we get to it. Orange-haired kid, wait, oh, yeah, yeah, because he goes and gets... We'll go, oh, yeah, because so the idea is he wants to go to the hardware store. To, to do the weird... To do the thing from Ant-Man, where yeah. it, like, will blow open the door. Yeah. So he walks out into the parking lot, and this is where you can hop and in. And then Orange-Haired Kid breaks open a car door window, or he, like, bursts oh, the through windshield. the windshield. He bursts through the windshield. But the thing is, you the camera will show that it's unlocked, yeah. but it'll pan up to the windshield, and he just barrels through it. And then somehow he gets the keys, I guess. Um, he drives, he dri drives, camera moves out, and you see this hardware store, obviously right, right across the school. It's like right across the street. But he just turns, takes a hard left, <laughs> and goes to McDonald's. It's a 16-year-old kid at the register, and asks for, and orange-haired kid asks for 10 Big Macs. Eats them before he pays. Uh, <laughs> How is that possible? And then he drives back and does 15 million dollars... Fifteen million dollars property damage. Jesus, because yeah. yeah, I remember like he can't drive, so he's just like barreling through like people's porches and like just hitting a bunch of mailboxes and stuff. Yeah, because there's like a lack of people. We'll get to that later, probably. Oh yeah, there's a, there's lore behind this too. Um, it goes back to the auditorium, knocks on the door, says he couldn't find the hardware store. <laughs> 
couldn't, I couldn't find it. <laughs> it grabs expensive sports equipment, like a, like a football, you know, like a bunch of football gear on like a cart, and then starts ramming into the mm. door, <laughs> and rams at it again, and then uh, visually you can see that like maybe it switches over to the auditorium, and you can see the door unlocked, like he knocked it unlocked somehow. <laughs> Logic. And, um, oh, yeah, and a kid opens the door. his hand through, and then he grabs it and <laughs> smashes his hand. You just hear a scream. <laughs> For God's sake. Oh, oh. And then, and then he goes, okay, I'm going to unlock it on the inside. <laughs> so he climbs through the ventilation system, and then Mullet Kid sees him and hears him, you know, crawling through the, <laughs> the, the vents. Yeah, we got this by waiting in line for Fyed. We did? Yeah, because we were imagining looking at the tiles, like, what if someone was, like, through there and he just fell down? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so then he falls through, right? Or, yeah, mo- uh, he falls on the mullet kid, and then orange-haired kid sees the key on mullet kid, realizes mullet kid locked them in there. Oh, he's actually smart for this. <laughs> mullet kid helps, lifts off orange kid, uh, and helps him get into the ceiling again, because he thinks it will be. Because he thinks it'll be fine. Because <laughs> for him to fall, yeah, for him to fall again. Um, oh shit! There's more. Oh my god! And that, but then this time he falls on him and knocks him out. <laughs> Got him. And then orange-haired kid uses mullet kid's head as a boost, so he steps <laughs> on his face to get <laughs> and back into the ceiling tile. <laughs> For fuck's sake. <laughs> Orange-haired kid falls through the auditorium ceiling. So I imagine it's just a huge fucking fall. <laughs> <laughs> We're just debating on how to get out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, go back. Okay, so you don't have to go back. But, like, I remember because, like, he unlocks it and the guy opens it. And he gets his arm crushed and then relocks it. Yeah. <laughs> he just keeps it. And the door just bends in. <laughs> so now no one can get out. Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> Jesus Christ. And once when the orange-haired kid goes in there, everyone calls him a dumbass and just laughs at him. And then Mullet Kid saves everyone. How? <laughs> With a ladder. Ladder. <laughs> 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 he dropped from the ceiling. He's trying to be the hero, you know? And then Mullet saves everyone, but Orange-Haired Kid is left behind. Aww. Rip. Orange-Haired Kid finds a large air vent in the wall and crawls through it. This whole time there was an air vent that they could have crawled through. Oh, like, in the wall? Yeah. Uh, oh, shit, where was I? He stacks boxes up and crawls. Oh, it's higher up. And crawls through it. Uh, the kids walk out of the building with Orange-Haired Kid outside reading a book. So he somehow beat them outside. <laughs> just reading a book on the grass. <laughs> well, finally, I was outside reading a book for like 10 minutes. Okay. How did you escape? This is like his second line of dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> How did you escape? Air vent. You knew about it? Yep. Mullet Kid steps forward and talks. You dumbass. Yeah, I am dumb, but I know you. Orange haired gets punched in the face. <laughs> what? That's blunt. Yeah, but I know you. <laughs> I 
knew dot dot dot, so he's gonna say something. <laughs> and then just gets <laughs> gets smoked. Yeah, okay. And then uh switches to a 2D art style fight with Mullet Kid repeatedly punching him in the face. So like pixel art. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> I forgot about that part. What the hell? And then there's some cutoff parts, so I'm just gonna have to try and Orange haired kid, uh, then it switches over to regular. Uh, I didn't even punch you that hard. What? That's <laughs> when other people. Oh, other people come to help orange haired kid. Mullet guy fights. Mullet hair. They like, that's orange haired kid, kid and mullet hair guy. <laughs> I, I have no fucking idea. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna guess that. Oh my god, that's a huge chunker. They, they believe orange haired kid or something and they fight mullet kid and beat the shit out of him in the grass. And then they walk back inside. And then. I don't even know why they're outside in the first place. <laughs> I don't either. And then all of a sudden, when they're walking, there's the, the mafia this full of seven year olds. Oh, I remember this guns. And the leader is the youngest at four years old. They all have nerf guns. Yeah, the lore of this gets wacky. The orange hair kid was friends. Orange hair kid and his friends hide in the kitchen, you know, where they serve food and they're hiding behind the counters. And then the mafia says he was. A, oh, the mullet haired kid was a part of their mafia. He would have delivered you to us. You messed with the wrong mafia. But these are seven year olds. They light the kitchen up with foam bullets. But Orange they act kid. as if it's like actual bullets. Yeah, they they actually... <laughs> and uh, orange-haired kid realizes what he must do. His redemption arc. He grabs two. Is that actually written down? Yeah. His redemption oh, arc. Oh no, I didn't. No, oh, that's not. That was just came into my head. He grabs uh, two bottles of ketchup and magically pulls out. Two orange plastic revolvers, the ones that make the clicking noises, I'm guessing. Yeah. They just make noise. Yeah, they just make noises. He then walks out shooting. You know, this is like the ending of Red Dead Redemption. And yeah. he, Which we were going to talk about, but it's getting a little late. <laughs> he, he gets shot by a Nerf bullet in another, and he falls to the ground, and he's like squirting out ketchup. He's... <laughs> um, oh, no, he... Puts a bottle of ketchup on his back, and he falls to the ground and explodes. <laughs> it's like a blood spewing out from the back, and everyone in the kitchen is like dumbass. Then all the kids from the kitchen come to his aid. Oh, so there's one kid who's calling him dumbass the entire time, <laughs> but then everyone else is with him for some reason. Just a dumbass. <laughs> other kid pick up weapons on the ground and make mafia retreat. Where did the weapons come from? Well, it's like how like he magically pulled out two <laughs> pistols from his ass. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. He just magically got him. I think it would be cool to have an Easter egg where someone actually has a fucking real gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he just pulls it out and he just like puts it back in. Oh, and then do, you can. S does yeah. this get into the lore of what happens in this universe? Yeah, I think so at the end. 
the other kids from the kitchen go, oh, they throw a grenade, which is a Nerf football. <laughs> and the mafia falls back. Other kids pick up. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Then kids, there are kids arguing about who shot who first, you know, classic kid stuff. And then mullet kid comes back to life. And then orange-haired kid is alive. Everyone thanks him. Mullet kid takes um, any 15 to 17-year-old people and kicks the rest out. Oh, yeah, you see there's some world building there. Oh, wait, what happened? Oh, he, he takes like, all the kids who are 15 and to 17 and kicks everyone else out. And then orange-haired kid rallies with the others in the parking lot. One says, what do we do now? Orange-haired kid says, we rebuild. <laughs> Camera zooms out, they use Google Maps and have a horrible special effects of explosions, guns, basically the end of the world. Plays bad recorder music in the background. Kids singing horribly, <laughs> making explosion sounds and gun sounds horribly, with bad scream. Post credit. Tommy Wiseau comes in and. S- what the fuck? <laughs> comes in, says his name. He's a thirteen-year-old drag queen. Says that the end. What? <laughs> I'm a drag queen. It just fucking ends. Thirteen-year-old drag. <laughs> All right. <laughs> What does that so even that's, mean? That's, <laughs> what the fuck? He's talking the bad guy. <laughs> so, okay, basically the, the, the lore of this universe, for some reason, is um, people over 18 disappear off the face of the earth, so only children are left to survive. 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 <laughs> For some reason, we never show them actually surviving. They're just fucking playing the whole time. <laughs> yeah, it's just... So, what we... We never came up with a definitive idea for a sequel. But I always pitched, like... It would be, like, a parody of, like, the, the, the hero's journey. Or, like, the quest. Prophecy, yeah. The prophecy. Yeah, yeah. So, like, the, the people who are old enough actually understand that shit's real. But, like, the kids are just, like, fucking around trying to, like do, like, random nonsense for fun. Yeah, like, the, the high school's, like, Mad Max shit. Everyone's full of dirt and like, yeah, like, makeup on. Yeah, and like, it's, like, all, like, barbed up, and there's, like, people with, like, actual guns and just, like, holding out. It's, it's like, a giant base, basically. Yeah. Then there's, like, kids fucking around and playing <laughs> guns. Still. See, I, mean, I don't, like, I don't know how we would have, like, explained it. I don't think we ever came up with an idea. No, we, we said, I remember you said an no, you said... I oh, that's because I was obsessed yeah. with, like, gods and shit. We don't have to I mean, do that. But I remember at one point it came to the table where um, God and the devil were playing darts. And oh, yeah. Lost a bet. <laughs> and he had to make a curse where, like, in 2,000 years, all the adults disappear. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. I don't know. Yeah, but I remember the whole faction thing, where, like, there would be people who would be, like, Victorians in an era. There would be, like, the cowboys and Indians, you know, because kids do that. I don't know why there would be Victorians. Oh, because, you know, like, doing tea and shit. But just, yeah, like, tea parties, what, yeah. what kids do, what they usually play as, you know, whether they're boys, boys or girls, you know, like, maybe a fashion. Maybe, maybe I don't know. What? Military. And then fat orange-haired kid, or orange-haired kid. I assume he was a part of the knight or the, 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 the medieval people. Maybe. Maybe he's like a king and he's sitting on a 
like a shitty gaming chair or something. <laughs> he's got like a crown that's like attached to it. It's like paper. So like when he sits, it just like like fits like snugly on his head. Oh, you're gonna say something. In the background, there's like it's like a cardboard cutout of the Game of Thrones chair, but it's like covered up, <laughs> so you can't really see it. But you get the point. It's like. <laughs> See, I just want to know the implications of what this means. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Every adult. Absolutely nothing. It doesn't Dis- matter. D- so I guess, like, the whole point is, like, we more just focus on the kids fucking around rather than, like... Like, I want to see, like, this, like... Now we're just brainstorming. This is brainstorm era. Now. Like, we should have it so, like, the the, like... We should have it like Starship Troopers. So like the first half is still like really jokey and stupid. But like the second half got really serious. That's not, yeah, that's not a bad idea. Where everyone just fucking all of a sudden people just start getting picked off. So like you see like a like a like you see someone who's like my birthday's tomorrow, and they're just like oh shit, and like when they wake up he's just gone, and it's just like really depressing. Because <laughs> like it's not like he explodes; he's just gone. Like, it disappears off the face of the earth. <laughs> I see it more of, like, some sort of, like, metaphor for, like, adulthood. You know, I don't know. Because, like, the 15 and 17-year-olds are holed up in the high school. They're, like, preparing for adulthood. Oh, sure. You know, and then all the kids are just fucking around, you know, <laughs> like, oblivious to what's actually to come, you know? But the fact that there's, like, no adults feels weird for that metaphor. But I don't yeah, know. It, it does. <laughs> It does just, but I don't know. Just focusing on the kids and their childhood, uh, their childish nature. I think is a. I came up with this random idea that has nothing to do with fat orange haired kid, but I think we should implement it into it. Now that I'm thinking about it, so this random idea is like, it's a group of people that, it's it's Suicide Squad and Gears of War. So there's like a group of people that have to go kill a thing, but like. They're a bunch of idiots, and they get they, they get themselves killed, and like they're constantly betraying each other. So I think the idea put it in like a childish nature is like it's a bunch of kids like lying because kids lie all the time, <laughs> and they they're like constantly changing different friendships. So it's like we're best friends. Like the next day, they fucking hate each other. <laughs> but like basically, like or fat orange haired kid and a group of people set out to find where they are. But, like, because they're children, they constantly do a bunch of random shit that makes zero sense. Maybe, maybe it could, yeah, maybe it could, like, maybe it could, like, build up to orange-haired kid turning 18. Oh, and shit. And that's when it starts to get more serious, is when he actually... So it's, like, Lord of the Rings. Starts off kitty, but the ending's, like, he's old, old, in quotes. <laughs> he's just, yeah, like, he's ready 17. to die. He's on his deathbed now. He knows he's gonna disappear now. So he's like, "Damn, I actually have to deal with it." The third one is where he goes on the quest. Yeah. The third one is where he's like, "Okay, I have to figure what the hell happened." Anyway, this idea that has like nothing to do with Fat Orange Haired Kid is like, they basically have to like again for a reason. They have to kill this like giant like. It's basically like. It's like two sticks and like a little body, but they have to kill it because, like, it's like basically just dropping like bombs across the planet. It's like super tall. So basically, this like ragtag group of people have to try and kill it, but like as bait, 
the commander like throws the two weakest people just to let the alien try and kill them while they actually go do the plan. So like, like Suicide Squad, people just die, and like people betray each other constantly. But in like in this context, in a childish way, maybe they're like they're trying to find the secrets of adulthood so they can like save themselves or something. Yeah, yeah, they have to save themselves. They have to. <laughs> Yeah, and then some people think they're the main character, or and stuff like that's good like, stuff too. Oh yeah, because the kids do that a lot. <laughs> they're just yeah. like, well, maybe like, maybe like the adults like aren't gone. There are hints that they're still there, like in the background, but like the main focus is still the kids. Oh, so they're they haven't disappeared. Yeah, like they're still there, but like the kids just say they're gone. I like what, that they actually disappear. Because it gives it like weight. <laughs> it gives them weight. <laughs> but like, what would like that? Because like that random idea, I came up with it at work. Because I was, I kept thinking about the game, like the Gears of War, where it's like it's a worm, it's a giant worm. But I thought about like, what if it like, it was a group of like military people, and so like the commander who was a racist for some reason. <laughs> like I even came up with like a whole like like comedy clip like the weakest guy like he's the most hopeful he gives this inspirational speech and then the commander just pauses and he says you're the bait and he's like what and he fucking throws him <laughs> off the ship and basically gets immediately fucking killed like <laughs> like I just thought of that bro I, I want to add that you're the bait you're the bait <laughs> yeah like He'd give this monologue about, like, how there's hope, and even if, like, like they won't actually defeat him, they'll die trying. The commander's just like, you're the bait. And the guy's like, what? And he's like, get him. Like, two people will grab his arms and throw him over. So, like, they're just... This guy just, like, gets fucking ousted and just uses bait. I want to use that somehow. <laughs> but, like, in a childish way. Like a dog or something. <laughs> No, don't throw the dog. <laughs> no, like, the, the dog's chasing him. But, like, the dog doesn't want to attack. He just wants attention. So, oh, yeah, because... Oh, the dogs want to get fed because the kids don't do, like, responsibility. Yeah, yeah, they don't do... They don't have to worry about responsibilities. They just... So, wait, how does the McDonald's still run? <laughs> Why would they want to work? <laughs> Interesting. We're just getting into the lore of it more. Well, like, it doesn't mean there's, like, 16-year-olds there. Well, because, like, when he goes, it's like it's a 16-year-old running it. Yeah. So, like, he could still be at the store. Oh, they can't, there can't be any managers, though, because he would no. be 18. <laughs> no, but well, I'm saying, like, why would he want to be there, though? <laughs> yeah, just, I don't know. Why would he want no, to that's, serve that's, people food? That, that's where I imagine the uh, Victorian kids are. Having tea parties is at McDonald's. <laughs> this is like the pristine restaurant at the area. <laughs> is McDonald's. So oh my god, the emo running. kids. They have a spot like the cemetery. <laughs> oh yeah. What? What would they be doing though? Nothing. <laughs> They'd be talking about life. Oh my god. Okay, the quest is fat orange haired kid has to get into shape. 
so he can find adulthood. So he has to go across town and basically he learns different lessons from different like children groups. And he's like, I'm in my old age. I'm gonna die soon. Oh my god, that's where we find out what happens. So like, it'll be a shot where it's like shoulder to head. He'll just be sitting there. He's looking at the clock and like it's about to become midnight and he's just sitting there and it'll like flash white and then it'll flash back and like we're not really sure what it is. So he's just like, wait, what the fuck? I'm not dead? And he like looks around and none of the kids that were with them are there. It turns out like, yeah, I got this idea from you sort of. Just like they basically transport to the world of adulthood. Yeah. So like the kids are just gone. So in this universe, no kids exist. Maybe it's an alarm that wakes him up. An alarm? Oh, it's a dream. What? <laughs> no, like a like an alarm wakes him up. Like like adults, they they use alarms all the time. Sure. Like that. I don't know. Where he just wake up and see his mom for the first time in ever. Yeah. Yeah. Like three years. <laughs> oh my god! Imagine the emotion where he like finds his parents that he thought were dead. It's like. Big sad. <laughs> Cries like a bitch. He's <laughs> like, so much going down. He's <laughs> <Just> licking it. <laughs> oh my god. Emotional moment done wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It should be just pure. Yeah, I just see it as a metaphor for becoming an adult and how fat orange haired kid just refuses to become an adult. <gasps> he okay you know what he turns 18 at the end of the second act right? when he finds out that this world is without kids and their lives are miserable he has to learn how to bring the two worlds back together <laughs> so the third act is he goes to a place where both people love and basically he has to like bring an activity that two people, that the two generations can do together, and it basically connects those worlds. It's like a kid's yeah. thing. <laughs> but like what, though? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> Watching football? <laughs> eh. Depends on the people. Yeah. What would adults and kids both like to do? I was thinking, like, but I know that's yeah. actually not true because a lot of kids hate board games. But I don't know. That's just my idea. I think that'd be cool to like end it. But like, what would the second one be? We just jumped straight to the third one. So maybe that <laughs> is the second. Yeah, one. maybe that is the second one. We just end it there. I think the duology is nice. There's no third one. Cause yeah. I think it's funnier if it's like the god and the devil <laughs> like made a deal and they just yeah. fucked up. Well, like, I also feel like the first Orange Haired Kid of Doom is just there's not enough there for it to actually be a full film and actually be received well. So <laughs> I think if we don't expand on it, it should at least be a short. And then Orange Haired Kid of Doom is actually the movie. Also, it's just called Fat Orange Haired Kid. Yeah, or Aaron Orange Haired Kid. And then the second one's Of Doom. No. Doom! Where did the Of Doom come from? 
don't know. <laughs> but like every time we say it, we say the full thing. Got orange-haired kid of doom. Of doom. Oh my goodness, bro! Remember when? Like I thought we were gonna be done by like two hours, and now it's four hours. Well, orange-haired kid is dense lore, dude. Dense lore. But like, you want to keep going? I have a bunch of more movie ideas that I could talk about that I have not gotten to yet. Uh, why not? Should buy this point. Yeah, why not? Do you, you have more though? Like, do you have? Do you have more? I feel like you do. Oh yeah, yeah, I do. There was one that I actually. It was in a call. Of... It was. I got the idea from playing Call of Duty Black Ops. Okay. <laughs> but it wasn't the campaign. Oh, it was the multiplayer. It was the multiplayer with bots. Interesting. But it was really stupid. It yeah. was it was a special forces guy goes to Vietnam with his friend, right? Or he's in Vietnam. He makes makes greatest spear run ever. <laughs> he, he makes he makes friends with someone, but then his friend dies, and then a later on when he's part of the special forces, he runs into his friend who is now a cyborg, and he has to fight him. That sounds like an eighties movie. <laughs> it does sound like an eighties movie. movie. Yeah. So like, I have a fuckboat of ideas, but I want to talk about the ones that I'd want to do in my lifetime. I want to adapt Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. God damn <laughs> I want to do it. 42? Yeah. <laughs> Just, what is the answer to the universe? 42. <laughs> but then, it's like you have to ask the right question. Yeah. So they have to build Earth, which is just a giant, like, machine... And they literally were like five minutes away from finding the right question, and it fucking explodes. <laughs> and basically, they planted the dinosaur bones there, and they basically faked human evolution <laughs> just to fake, just to give them a false sense of hope. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> because in all actuality, we were just fake. We mean nothing. I want Taika Waititi to play the side character Ford Prefect. Because he is an alien from the planet Beetlejuice who, like, travels to Earth to update the, the guide, but he gets stranded there, and he has to try and find a name that fits. So he sees Ford, like the car, and he says, perfect, but he spells it wrong, so it's Ford Prefect. <laughs> I can just see Taika Waititi fitting that role really well. And, like... I love the first half. The second half is kind of weird, but I want to make a movie on it. That's just a giant joke. Just the first half. <laughs> no, but look, I I do the whole thing. So like every time someone says Hitchhiker's Guide, says Hitchhiker's Guide, or they just say Hitchhikers, it would like zoom way the fuck out, and then it would just like have giant music like oh, and then it's just like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, just <laughs> constant. It just show up in like the. Like, the people in the story are like, Can you knock it the fuck off? And it's like, they as the movie progresses, they get more and more pissed every time it happens. So they actively try tiptoeing around it, like, in the script. Just to not say Hitchhiker's Guide. Because they're annoyed every time it happens. Like, I don't know, that's just something I came up with when I was, like, reading the book. Because they constantly say Hitchhiker's Guide. So I'm like, what if every time they said it cut back? So like the people in it got pissed that it kept cutting away. So they tried to like not say it. Let me see them. 
visibly trying to figure out a way to avoid saying <laughs> Hitchhiker's Guide. And now we go. Uh, have you read a Hitchhiker's? Uh, have you read hit that book about that guy <laughs> in the galaxy? And, but like, like as the new people they meet and they say it, they don't get the context. So it'll keep cutting back, and they're like, "Fuck!" And they just like they hate it so much. Yeah, the sequel sucks. I'd only do the first book. <laughs> what about the other four? Mm, yeah, I wouldn't do that. I'd let some some hack do the sequels. <laughs> I'd make them mess up. J.J. Abrams. Got him. Got him. And then I have like a bunch of other ones, but the three other ones I'd want to do, one's called, um, oh, fuck. I have it preemptively titled Violent Ninja. So it's black and white. It's like three hours, it's four by three, grainy, it's an homage to 50s samurai movies. It's about an old retired samurai who is recruited by the Japanese, like an empire, like the empire, to be like, yo, can you fight this revolutionary that's like taking our island? And he finds out that the revolutionary is his son. So he decides to take on the challenge. And basically the whole movie is like just him like reeling from his son constantly trying to fucking kill him. But like the, the, the final like 20 minutes is all one take. When he like enters a temple and he sees his son... And he kills him in, like, one slice. But, like, he's already mangled, so he goes to, like, the edge of a cliff and just dies there as the sun rises, you know? And he, like, sets his sword down and shit. Epic. Classic. Classic. Then I have one called A Long Time Ago in the West, which is another homage movie to, like, Once Upon a Time in the West. It's about a detective from New York who hates his life because his wife and uh, son die. So he travels south to catch a thief that fled from New York. Basically, he becomes like an honorary sheriff in this small town. And he basically grows attached to it as like this thief shows like his more psychotic side. And basically, there's a giant like fight that kills a bunch of people. But, like, you learn, like, the story of the town more. Where it used to be, like, a gold rush town that ran out of gold. So it just hit poverty really quickly. So he, like, feels obligated to, like, help it. And basically, instead of killing, like, the, the thief guy, who's now basically just a giant psycho murderer, he, like, just has him imprisoned. Because, like, he hates his life and doesn't care at the beginning. But he learns morality by the end through the people in the town despite their circumstances, you know. Is this making any sense to you? <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> Anything to say? Kind of zoned out with the last one. I was thinking about my westerns when you brought up western. Western. So like... I had, like, I, if I had to do one, it'd just be that one. But I had an idea where it'd be four. It's like the second one is ten years later. 
he goes back up to New York and it's sort of like a reflection of like what his life has been and it becomes it's more it's not even a western in that one it's more just like a detective movie with the guy from a western the third one is like the darkest one and they all have the same villain too but it's about like the the psycho guy like basically manipulating native americans into trying and like pull off a heist and like it ends up getting all of them killed and basically the sheriff is still trying to like find the guy so he's like like really big sad about it. and the fourth one he dies at the end the red dead stuff red dead stuff wow whatever happened to the one that you came up with where I just remember there was the bad guy who wanted to get meds for his mom. Oh, that's the same one. That is? Yeah. Okay. I remember. He's a thief at first, but he... Wait, so he's the main character now? No, he's the, he's the side character. Oh. But, like, he's the guy that is the villain throughout the whole series. Yeah. And then he fights the good guy at the end by, like, a cliff or some shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, they both fall and die. <laughs> yeah, I remember that now. But the last one is an idea I came up with that's so fucking absurd, but I think if I made it, I'd get so many Oscars, bro. Okay, so it's called, get this, the 30th Academy Awards. That's not even a fucking joke. So basically, here's the plot. It's a fictionalized version of those events. It's about a like a dying film studio that has had fail after fail, or flop after flop, and one movie they made was like, a huge money loss, but shockingly, it gets like a bunch of Oscar nominations. So basically, this producer tries to get everyone on the movie to get Oscars so they can try and like boost their studio back up. But like, that is one plot of like literally like a dozen. It's like really fucking like it's it's crazy, bro. So the lead. Is an old silent film star who's like trying to seek validation from like his colleagues in the industry. Then there's the female lead who's the black woman director of the movie who like didn't get nominated. So she's basically trying to like fight racially biased stuff by doing like protests and stuff. But it's like conflicting with the producer who's like trying to appeal to the people that are racist sort of. Then there's the producer guy. Then there's a Latina actress who's nominated in supporting actress. This isn't in real life. But she is up against uh, let's see here. I did research. Someone named Hope Lang who is nominated in supporting who's more like cynical and nihilistic. And she's like a young performer but she knows the shit that happens. So she's like the yin yang to it. Then the woman who actually won supporting actress that year was the first ever Asian person to win. Uh, I'm gonna actually fuck up that name if I try. <laughs> <laughs> so, she, like, the person that actually won will only make like a couple cameos in the third act. So, like, the real life people only make like a couple cameos throughout, while like the fictional people are like bigger players throughout, sort of. So, like, 
I want Ewan McGregor to play Alec Guinness. <laughs> Michelle Yeoh for the Asian lady? No, because she was a young actress. Well, I mean, too bad. We're doing fan cast, doesn't matter. Well, because see, I, see Alec Guinness won Best Actor for Bridge of the River Kwai that year. Because that was the year it swept at the 30th Academy Awards. So, like, David Lean, the director, <laughs> would be there. I want him to be played by, like, another big famous guy. But he's only, like, I even, like, put down, like, the, each roles and, like, how much they'd be in it. So, like, alongside the different actors and actresses, there's also the CEO of this film studio who's trying to, like, slander his own film because he's a mega racist. And he's basically trying to, like, hire a bunch of people to, like, kill their careers. And there's a journalist who's hired by the producer retroactively to protect them, but secretly uncovers a plot Involving like a multi-million dollar underground betting ring of the Oscars. And basically, then there's a runner, basically, an informant in the Academy changing who wins for financial and political reasons. So he's like changing out the cards and shit. And he's like a runner, basically. And he's working for a, a scooper who is hired by the racist CEO who is a sex and gambling addict because and he runs the betting ring basically like there's a fuckboat of people here there's George Stevens who is a cinematographer who's the head of the academy he'd show up a couple times there's the wife of the main character there's like a fuckboat of people there's so many people but it's a giant ensemble it's like fictionalized events, thirtieth Academy Awards. It basically all leads to the film like losing everything. And it's sort of like a like anti awards and like anti Hollywood movie. Sort of. <laughs> Wins Oscars anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but because it has Oscars in it and it's in a period piece, they give me the awards. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if you're doing real life stuff on that topic, um, um, I don't, I keep forgetting their name, um, I keep forgetting their name. It's the, um, the uh, movie brats, dude. Honestly, I think that would be such a cool idea to have. Oh, the movie brats? Yeah, the movie brats. Uh, but I feel like we would have to reduce the amounts of um, people who are in the group. Because well, this is a lot. Francis Ford Coppola, George Lucas, Steven Spielberg. Like, there's a fourth one that's, that's like, really obvious. Or Scors Martin Scorsese. Scorsese. Yeah. Well, like, you could, like, have those four as the main ones, but then you can have, like, your Brian De Palma yeah. and your Paul Schrader as, like, supportings. Like, not as popular. But you have, like, four leads, basically. Yeah. Which is perfect. You know, I know two of them were went to the same school together. And just their impact on Hollywood and somehow, but I don't know the full story, you know. But I think that would be cool. 
then going back to westerns, there is actually something I would like to adapt. It's actually a song. You know, Big Iron, I know it's a pretty big meme. Mm-hmm. You want to adapt Big Iron? But I know, I, I think it's just a nice classic tale for a western. A ranger goes to a town in search of Texas Red. And he fucking kills Texas Red. That's it. That's it. That's literally the plot of, like, a lot of Westerns. Yeah. Like, I honestly... Would you have Big Iron play a bunch in the marketing? No. You wouldn't? No. I would you call even, it Big I Iron? I would call it Big Iron. I Damn. would just call it The Ranger. Damn. <laughs> the Ranger. The Ranger. The Ranger. Or, if I can think of a better title, you see the title. But then there was another one that I planned as a sequel, but I don't know if it's going to be a sequel. To it, the fact, I don't even know if it's going to be anything, but I told you the idea before it was for an It game, too. Remember the West? It was where one player would be um, at the beginning. One player would play as uh, someone on a ranch, uh, a kid on a ranch, and he would just be doing chores on the ranch. Okay. And But at the beginning, he was shot in the, in the head, but it was played out like it was a dream, you know? And then, um, yeah, he wakes up. And then the other people play as outlaws in a retired group of outlaws, you know, towards the death of the West. And um, then they start getting picked off one by one by a mysterious guy. And it's revealed that that mysterious guy was the kid at the beginning. No way. (laughs) No way. Yeah. But I was thinking about doing like a, maybe there's more, but I was thinking about for a western, I would like to. I know there was a western movie way back that had an ensemble cast that mixed eastern westerns and western westerns together. You know, like samurai movies and westerns together. The Magnificent Seven, or like what? <laughs> yeah, there there was because okay, I Seven Samurai is a western. Yeah, but it's an eastern western, and then the Magnificent Seven. Was the American adaptation of uh, Seven Samurai? No, there was a there was a Western movie that had famous Japanese actors in a Western, and I thought a movie that would kind of like mix the two together, also like a Western with like more, because I know they're kind of the same, but more samurai elements. So some of them are just carrying around samurai swords. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess because <laughs> I know they're they are pretty much the same. Samurai movies and westerns, yeah. They're they're, they're very similar, just for different audiences. Yeah. You know, I would say, let's watch Akira Kurosawa ranked, but that's like 30 movies. And you can't even do Tarantino. (laughs) You can't even do Ryan Gosling. (laughs) Otherwise... I... You you brought up a plot like you brought up the part where in your game where it was like they were trying to create like plants or something in your game where like you would travel around yeah like the it's like Earth got fucked over and they were trying to create plants yeah but it became like bad or whatever yeah I have a movie very similar to that like they created plants to like help. Again, help fight against global warming, but it fucks them over in the end because the plants become themselves become sent or so like the evolve. What like 
the idea that I had was similar to it. It was like, it's about a group of men, because they only allowed men. It's like a, a research center in Mexico. It's, it's the giant abandoned factory that they're basically creating an element to try and speed the growth of, yeah. like, biomass so they can, like, get more food because they ran out. And, like, there was a bunch of droughts. It's like the world's, like, really feck. <clears throat> Sorry, we took a little bit of a break. Um, so as I was saying, a group of men try and create a new element that helps create a biomass that helps stuff grow faster. But the system of power is extremely rigged. And basically... They are constantly on the verge of fucking exploding because the element is unstable. So, the end of the movie is basically the workers overthrow the people that are running the experiment. And they basically stand behind glass and, like, this element basically starts, like, imploding on itself. And it cut back to, like, a shot of the Earth. And it's, like, a white planet because, like, everything dried up. And then... You see, like, a tiny little bit of green pop up in Mexico, and then you cut to credits. And two years, baby. Still got it. Slytherin. Still got it, my guy. When I take a quiz just so I can get the right answer. I retake quizzes just so I can get the answer I want. I didn't even remember the answers. Oh, yeah. Anyway. It's been two years. Anyway. <laughs> Alright, so I think we're done. It's been four hours. We're done. I thought you weren't doing your podcast. We weren't, but then we were, and then we weren't again. What do you think of the pizza? Dry. It's greasy. Yeah. I don't love it, but it's alright. Anyway, um, next week, we'll probably talk about something. Gay men. Uh, gay men. <laughs> gay men. Sure, we can talk about gay men. <laughs> anyway. Oh, we didn't plug the socials. Ah, no, we'll do it next time. Okay, bye.